0: Championship Hurling on Community Radio Kilkenny City is sponsored by John Brennan Machinery Country Style Foods, Michael Ling Motors and JJ Cavanagh Bus Community Radio Kilkenny City for the people, by the people We head to Park Talchin, Nicky Brennan
1: yes Patrick welcome to Park Talton as you come here there's a moment of silence for the um, father of the two um, D- Kildare players Nicky Potterton and Patrick Potterton who uh, died during the week so a tough whole occasion for uh, the two lads there and uh, there's a, a moment of silence and indeed a, a moment of clapping obviously there would be well known in Meath hurling circles I suspect they'll probably be playing the Our Onnivine in a moment Patrick and I suppose when that's happy, you can talk to the nation there uh, in a moment but for now uh, there's no change on the Thomastown team. They play a selected two changes on the Kildare team, and uh, Thomastown had a big win, three twenty to one twelve over Caban, whereas Kildare two twenty to 28 over Claudia Gales. And now the national anthem is going to be played. So back to you. Pat. Yeah, you're very welcome to Park Tolton, Pat, as the ball is getting ready to be thrown in here. Now I'm joined by uh, Gavin Riley. Gavin Riley the political correspondent for Virgin Media News. A totally new experience for Gavin here today. <laughs> he tells me it's the first time he's ever been in the, in the press box uh, in
2: Navajo. I was remarking Nicky on my way in that I've can lost count of the amount of times that I might have been in Downing Street or the European Parliament. I've been in the Oval Office five times, but today is my first time ever in the press box of Park Tolton. Well, so they, thank you and thank you to everyone in community at Cook County City for ha- giving me the chance to be here today.
1: Yes, and as we look at that, the ball does already a ball in the back of the net for so Thomas Clarence, Jack Holden has put it into the back of the net it probably shows the challenge that's facing these Kildare
2: lads here today Gavin
1: Absolutely. Tell me a bit about Kildare. tell our listeners
2: well you, you mentioned uh, the, the moment silence that we had just before throw in for the late Nicky Potterton Nicky Potterton is a name that many long time observers of Kilkenny Hurling might remember because he would have been a stalwart of the Meath teams back in the early 1990s when Meath still played in the Leinster Senior Hurling Championship and indeed in Division 1 of the National Hurling League Nicky Potterton Senior is the father of Nicky Potterton Junior, who is uh, one of the half forwards today, is one of the inside forwards, he'd also be Kildalki's main free taker, but Nicky Senior would have had a huge role in Kildalki in the last couple of years, building up a real hurling nursery and there's no greater proof positive of that than the fact that this year, Kildalki have won the, the Mead Senior, Intermediate and Junior Championships, the first time in a long time that such a triple crowd has been pulled off and a lot of that would have been down to the work of Nicky Potterson Senior and uh, yesterday, Grevan and Dealish. Yes, and thanks for that and
1: the ball is won by Jack Holland again Jeez, Jack Holden again, you want to put this one over the bar think the tra- his trajectory might be a little bit off at that stage. It's a first wide half uh, Thomas Thomastown. The Thomastown team is in goal, Dearmouth, Galway. The full-back line is Peter Canellan, Jay Burke and Ned Kerwin. The half-back line is uh, Brian Staunton, Eddie Donnelly and Brian O'Hanrahan. Centre of the field, Peter MacDonald and John Joe Farrell. Half-forward line, Robbie Donnelly, John Donnelly and Luke Canellan. And the full-forward line, Thomas Tucker O'Hanrahan, Jack Holden and Stephen Donnelly, the captain of the team. And Kildocki have changed strip today. They're wearing all white because they also wear blue. And the far side of the field, We're keeping an eye on matches up in uh, Tullamore. We have Shane Coogan there. Pat will be gone in a while. Already uh, there's a chance for Mark Berrigan to tie the game up. And it's a point apiece after three minutes. Uh, The other match is down in where Paddy the Dub is. Uh, Paddy Kelly the Dub is down in Enniscorty. And uh, it's I think it's uh, Cranford might be going to point up. But down at the other end of the field here. um, airy pressure for Thomastown. That goal, Gavin, is a huge start to any team visiting a ground for the first time. As Jack Holden pops another one over the bar and makes it
2: 1-1. There's yeah. a bit of a dispute going on a bit on. of a dispute if, if we had it's Hawkeye here in Park Talton I reckon we'd be referring to and it. it is going to be a point that's given so it is already Kildalki four points down with only a couple of minutes played already here yes you're right it is an absolute uphill battle you were saying as we were talking to some well-wishers here just before a throw-in here in Park Talton you believe Thomastown are one of the strongest intermediate teams that Kilkenny has put out in the last number of years and given how regularly uh, meet senior champions like Kildalki like Kiltail regularly for the last couple of years like Trim as well given how regularly they come up against Kild- um, Kilkenny teams and how regularly they find themselves falling just short this is the last thing that Kildocky would have wanted Probably to be that, 4 points do down remember so last
1: year Trim uh, defeated uh, dance sports so on many ways Thomastown have been warned that it's not to take it too not to take it too easy here as Luke Kanellis switches the ball across to Robbie Donnelly Robbie Donnelly always very accurate but this time we put the hex on Robbie he has sent that ball wide it's too wide for and uh, we're already we're gone uh, 3 a beautiful uh, scoreboard here on my right electronic scoreboard it says 3 minutes and 10 seconds it also says Thomastown 1-1 one, one, and Kildocky uh, no score at this uh, the Meat champions will be looking to get yeah. something out of the game all, already the
2: meet the full back there bring Kelly who really should have done better with that puck out a sloppy pass some, a little something to what we saw from Alisson in Anfield just half an hour ago and, oh again, yes, and again this again, John Thomas Donnelly, Donnelly
1: the, the senior player uh, elegant pass across to John Donnelly he puts that ball over the bar it was uh, a simple tap over by John Donnelly but the pass was really all done for him by uh, Tucker Hanrahan who passed uh, the ball across to him and they put it straight over the bar from about 35 metres out it's uh, one goal and uh, two points to the uh, Thomastown side and it's uh, no score to uh, Kildaki they will need to try and get something now the ball breaks down who's going to win this ball well, it should be a Kildaki ball but no miss it again they just haven't got the touches here and John Donnelly switches that ball across to Luke and Luke has that ball no oh, he hasn't it's well robbed there uh, by Kildaki they need to uh, oh there's a challenge better better. on uh, Peter MacDonald and Peter needs to be careful I think Peter might have uh, got himself a yellow card the last day I think as well just needs to be careful it's a
2: free uh, for Kildalki. The, the, the Park Talton haven't been here for a while, Gab, is in good shape. It is in, it is in re- reasonably good shape, of course. The Meath County Board have long-standing ambitions to try and overhaul this, and they do have planning permission to turn it into something of a mini bowl stadium, But people have the mental image in their heads of what the new Casement Park is to look like. Actually, the new Park Talton is, is somewhat of a, a miniature version of that, as long as the funding can be gotten over the line. The planning permission is there, just a case of getting the eyes dotted and the T's crossed now. Yeah,
1: because it's back in the middle of the town here, and it's a great venue, it's a great sports venue. Unusually oh, for a venue now, you have the big grassy bank on the left here something that's mm. pretty much outlawed from a health and safety point of view. As Kildocky get a chance to send the ball in, now it has gone short and it's going to be cleared out, Dermot Galway is alert to the ball, he sends it over on out to uh, this side of the field, at Thomastown moving the, down the field with Brian O'Hanoran switches across uh, to um, that? John that Farrell, John Jo Farrell, the maybe. St. Kieran school teacher, uh, not normally a midfielder but he's been switched there in recent matches to good effect. Kildocky, a bit Kelly of again that like uh, Brian Breen Kelly Thomas Town switches the ball in through uh, Jack Holden the full forward but uh, well cut out there by Kildaki maybe they're just getting their breath a bit now they want to just maybe get a score or two they have an opportunity over on the far side of the field uh, yeah. with their number 20 that is Luke 22, 22 was, was Martin is a ha- wing that back ball today. looks is it point? is it a point no, no it's, it's not
2: it's gone, it's gone wide they needed a score there just to settle but they do Kildaki just needs something we, we mentioned we've already referred to the death of Nicky the Senior during the week and how much of a, an impact that will have had on the Kildaki club but also two of the players today the centre back Martin Healy and the full Forward, Mark Healy. They also lost a brother this week. There was also uh, a moment of applause for him just before throwing today. It's been a very emotional a week. week for any club. Uh, uh, for, for any club, of course, particularly given the sort of fixtures that they're facing into today. And really, they just need a score on the board just to be able to feel like they've got their foot on the
0: Okay, lads, we're heading off to O'Connor Park in Tullamore. And it's uh, Lachlan Gales against Kilcarmack Killahi. And uh, we're joined there by Shane Coogan. Shane.
3: Well, Pat, welcome to Tullamore here. Um, eight minutes gone. Uh, O'Loughlin's three points, Kilcormack two points Uh, First score of the game was a 65 from Kilcormack's centre-back Killian and Keeley Uh, Then O'Loughlin's replied with two-pointed frees from Mark Bergen On the third and fourth minute Uh, Then um, Kilcormack got their second score from full forward uh, James Gorman Um, Seems to be a, a handful in there for Hugh Lawler um then O'Loughlins replied with another point from their midfielder keen line. And in that time they had two wide as well, two kind of scoreable wides, so there could have been maybe five points to two But look, it's a it's a good it's a good it's a good honest start here now from the from the throwing. All teams are, are well up for
0: it. Okay, so um it's three points to two for O'Loughlin's Yes. Alright, uh, thanks there Shane and uh, we're going to head off uh, down to Enniscorty uh, where it's uh, Tulliher Ross-Burkin against Cranford and Paddy Kelly. How
4: are you doing Pat? Uh, at the moment here it's a uh, level pegging, three points each in fairness to uh, uh, Tulloher, they, uh, This is a, a different proposition compared to the last two games in fairness. Uh, uh, Father Regan from Cranford started uh, opening the scoring there. A nice point from Ollie Dorn in the fourth minute there. Uh, J- Keane O'Donoghue then uh, leveled matters with a free in the third minute uh, Jason Shiley then uh, put uh, Tuller ahead there with a, a nice pass there from Walter Walsh and uh, that put it two points to one after four minutes but Father O'Regan from Cranford there uh, Kevin Cole scored a lovely point there from about 50 metres out, so put it over that level of the match then they took uh, the lead uh, from a free from Jason Bourne there in the sixth minute and uh, Keane O'Donoghue uh, has just leveled matters there at the moment uh, with a free there in the ninth minute and Cranford, Jason Bourne is standing over free at the moment and he has put it over there they're after taking a the lead there pass at the moment with 10 minutes gone as far as Regans of Cranford four points Follow her, Ross Birkin, at
0: three points. Back to you in the studio, Pat. Okay, thanks, Patty. We're heading back uh, to uh, Park Tolchin, where Thomastown were in control. Are they still in control, Nicky?
1: yes they are it's 8 minutes eight and a half minutes gone past 1-2 to no score Thomas has uh, not scored for the last 4 minutes it's been, in fact no score for the last 4 minutes and uh, Kildare have settled much better but they just need to start getting a score here now <laughs> a pass back to the goalie which nearly
2: worked uh, nearly did if not work that was, gam- yeah. that was a gamble though. That, that was huge pressure and I do find that Kildare are putting themselves under huge pressure here oh, there's a big, big save a big by the save goalkeeper Mark McCormick Donnelly, which he, really needed two magnificent, two magnificent saves two magnificent saves by Mark McCormick it is a point for Thomastown. They go six points clear, but those were two huge saves, and I was only about to say that the Kadoki goalkeeper, Mark McCormick, was putting himself under animal pressure by taking all these short puck to his fullback, Brian Kelly, simply to just try and make sure that Kadoki were retaining possession, but the, the Thomastown full forward line, putting Kadoki under huge pressure and forcing Mark McCormick into two huge saves just there.
1: Yeah, one goal and three point. Jack Holland got that point for uh, Thomastown. He's been uh, very prominent here. We're gone nine minutes here in Park Tolchin, and Thomastown are in possession again. They move the ball around very well with- Peter McDonald switching it across now it comes to Robbie Donnelly Robbie Donnelly always deadly accurate in front of goal and I'm sure that'll be the case on this occasion and he's over the bar the composure
2: on the, up the, up the up. ball is something
1: else it's a yeah. different class the first touch is very evident here, isn't it? And I think when Kildare get the ball beyond midfield, that they're kind of really bereft of ideas here.
2: Well, I think it's one of those cases where they nearly need to drop another man or two back simply to try and retain possession because the puck outs aren't going terribly far. There's another one that's a little bit ropy before it does make it to Evan Fitzgerald in the midfield, and he's been dispossessed. Kildare, if so many men back to try and retain possession, they've got nobody beyond the 65 when they need them.
1: Yes, and it's there now with uh, the number 12. That's uh, Luke Canel sends the ball in again to the midfielder. That is John Joe Farrell College. Theater push the ball over the bar. He's relishing this move to midfield normally we see John Joe inside in the full forward lane where he's played with Kilkenny but putting that ball over the bar uh, so easy for them and it puts Thomas on into a 1-5 to no score lead this is we're
2: only 10 minutes in there were already 8 points and it really could have been 10 or 11 points but for that remarkable double save only a moment ago this yeah, is absolu- one way traffic
1: absolutely absolutely and so it's uh, oh, oh another they're, sloppy pass they're again, really struggling it's here now to make any of, sort uh, of uh, headway they have the ball in the middle of the, four, of the has field has
2: got the ball in the middle of the field I see what he can do now as he tries to look for some options but again not many men around to it, it's Patrick Partington. And the wings fired. Now, who have we found? Good. Now, number 17 is Brian Keneally on the wing forward line. But again, he's crowded out. Again, he's dispossessed. And the ball is once again
1: back in open play. Okay, and then, uh, yeah, Kildock, He lose the ball there again. And it's going to be back with uh, Thomas Town with uh, John Donnelly. He switches the ball across. He comes over to this side uh, to uh, Peter McDonald. Peter McDonald, kick Kilkenny panellist, into the full forward into to Jack Holden. He's causing all sorts of trouble here. Jack That's Holden, a, a great hand, Oh, an open goal certain-
2: coming here now for oh, oh, one another amazing save by Mark McCormick only for him like, it's, it's, it's mad to think we're only 11 minutes into the game it's already 8 points down but only for him it would be a very different complexion already this game will be long done and dusted Bird, not for those three wonderful saves
1: absolutely brilliant save in the uh, 11th minute there uh, from uh, Thomas Hanrahan he really had nobody to feed
2: and that one has gone over the bar didn't you Thomas, have got that Thomas one? Hanrahan again Thomas up there. <laughs> which brings the score to 1-6 to Thomastown. Kildocki still to score 11 and a half minutes gone here on Park Tolton
1: Yeah, it's looking very, very one-sided that game up in uh, Tullamore. Uh, Mark Berrigan
2: has a free here now. Pat will be joining Shane Cogan uh, again. There's a good crowd there in the stand in Tullamore. One, one of and the Kildocki uh, fullbacks has already gone down. Looks to be holding his thigh. He couldn't possibly be cramped at this hour of the day. You almost wonder, is this just a tactical case of trying to take the wind out of Thomastown's sails and <laughs> just sort of calm the game down a little
1: bit? Yeah, it just, uh, it just might be in fairness, but uh, it's Thomastown very dominant here. It's one goal and six points uh, to no score here. It's uh, three, four points to two in favour of the Lachlan Gales up in Tullamore and it's four points apiece down in Nenascorti and uh, we'll be joining Shane Coogan and Paddy Kelly at those games. Don't forget we have two under-21 games coming up. There's the uh, under-21 D final out in Ballyragget between Phoenix and Tullaroan with Gerry Drennan and uh, Pat or somebody will be tipping out to Gordon to see Youngers and, and Rory the Steag in the B semi-final. The winners of that will play St. Martins as the, um, the full-back I think for... It's the corner back. He's he a little bit sorry for his troubles there. So um, we'll get the latest score from the big game in, uh, in uh, the Etihad in a moment for you as well. <laughs> uh, we, might well we might well bring that to listeners too.
2: Meantime, yeah. We're
1: multicultural here, and this organisation. As the ball is popped out up high in the air, and it's Thomas Town well under control again. A dominant half back line. It's with their right half back, Brian Staunton He sends it back to Peter Connell in the right corner back down on the far side of the field. John Daly goes up in the air, goes over his head, and it's. Going going to be a line ball for Kildoki over on the far side of the field uh, still
2: 1-0 still in Anfield just about an hour gone and Liverpool have already made two substitutions Lewis Diaz a man who's had a very emotional November as well also make uh, coming on in the place of Diogo Jota Liverpool already looking for reinforcements
1: absolutely yeah uh, horrendous mistake by uh by the goalkeeper uh, for that first goal a skewed kick going out so anyway it's going to be a free for the Thomas Reds and the ace free taker Robbie Donnelly uh, will be taking this in a minute as the Lachlan Gales go 5-2 up in uh, Tullamore and we'll be getting an update on that in a while Will this be the
2: first point from a dead ball?
1: This or is it? the first point from a dead ball there's been no which, which free which
2: is something
1: else Yeah, after we've gone 13 almost 14 minutes here uh, in Park Cholton uh, it's a lovely venue here Gav it's made for um, probably a stand on both
2: sides of the field but the only thing about it is all about uh, it's all about the moolah. Indeed, it is It's all about the moolah, and there's been so many different plans to try and at least get get the sod turned on a brand new development for so many years. The planning permission, as I said, is there, but there always seems to be some fly in the ointment, as that free does go over indeed from Robbie Donnelly to make it now 1-7 to no score.
0: Okay, lads, we're going to head to O'Connor Park in uh, Tullamore, and we're joined by Shane Coogan. Heavy hitting there, Shane? Heavy hitting here,
3: Pat, yeah. 16 minutes gone. O'Loughlin's oh, are five points to two up, and deservedly so. Um, they're kind of a, they're they're a bit stronger, and that they're stronger in the tackle. They're able to break the tackle a lot quicker now and get out with the ball. Um, their forwards, their inside line of um Owen Mall. Sean Bulger, uh, seem to be looking for the ball and, and 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 are out in front all the time. Um, as I speak now, it's a free in again to O'Loughlin's uh, scorable range of Mark Bergen's range anyway but um, Mark started uh, City of Mark got two points after scoring three points from Freeze, three-pointed Um uh, they got a point from Keane Lye and the last score there they got a good point from Ono oh O'Shea the centre forward. forward um, Cormac are, are kind of um, they're working hard but Lachlan's just seemed to have the upper hand on them so far anyway
0: Yeah that last three just looking at it on the telly it was an out and out throw ball straight in Twice. front of the camera and
3: the, the rest. after put it over now yeah yeah, Sean Stacky no hesitation there, Patty, he just he a well straight. <laughs> it was kind of a, a very, very obvious one, yes.
0: So the score now, uh, Shane?
3: Six points to two to all options.
0: Right, all right, thanks, Shane. We're going to head off down to Scarty and Paddy Kelly.
4: How are you doing, Pass? It's uh, five points each at the moment, uh, uh, here and uh, with sixteen minutes gone. Tight enough I fear there's no real flow to the game as such, but as. Uh, mainly been a free-taking uh, exercise between Keno Dunahoo and Jason Bourne of Fado Regan there. But uh, like I said, Father Regan's opening the score with Ali Dorn there, for a nice point from play. Then uh, Keno Dunahoo put over a free in the third minute. Jason Saudi put him ahead, uh, Tuller ahead in the fourth minute. Kevin Cooley equalised. And Jason Bourne then and Keno Dunahoo uh, swap three And another free then by Jason Bourne uh, put uh, Fado Regan's uh, four points to three ahead. But Keno Dunahoo has put over another, uh, another free in the 11 minute. He also missed a free there to put him forward ahead and uh, then uh, there was a, a foul by uh, the centre-back for Fardo Regans there, Niall Barney on Conor Hennessey and he's picked up a yellow so he'll have to mind himself there at the moment. Okay. And, and there you are, the Fardo Regans are just after putting a, putting, a, putting a a point over there so they're gone six points to five at the moment. Like I said, it's tight enough affair here at the moment uh Tuller had maybe an easy passage in the last two games, but this is a different proposition for him at the moment. Faro Regans are playing well, but there's just no real flow to the game. It's, it's just a kind of stop start at the moment. But it's uh, going through there now at the moment, number nine there, and no, no loss. It's been overturned there. So at the moment, Pat, there it's six points to five for Transport Faro Regans against Tuller Rathbark, and with 17 minutes gone back to
0: you in the studio there buddy. ok and just coming on 19 minutes in O'Connor Park it's 7 points to 2 uh, with O'Loughlin Gales in the lead back to Park Tolton
1: and just as you come to me, Robbie Donnelly has a free after John Donnelly was fouled. The ref let play go on, and really it could have been a goal uh, that went wide, so the ref called back play. Robbie Donnelly hit that ball. It just hit the butt of the post, I'd say. Robbie sends it in, and he sends this one over the bar. And uh, it's, uh, the meat guys about
2: uh, Gab are really struggling to get any
1: impact in this game at all. And,
2: and, and the longer it goes before they do manage to get a score, the more like a dead rubber this is going to feel. There's already a certain level of pace going out of the game. It is now 1-8 to no score, and Kildalk really just finding it very difficult to have, any composure inside the 45 at all there was an attack while they were gone from the, the midfielder Brian O'Halloran uh, somebody who was almost a man of match performance uh, in the, the Mead County Final a couple of weeks ago when they defeated Ritoth by three points he was able to break through but again was harried off the ball and ultimately only got away a tame shot the same Brian O'Halloran now with a dead ball as Kildalki tried to build something uh, here at somewhere between the 65 and the 45 and another free in this might be an opportunity maybe for Nicky Potter to get his, uh, his name on the scoreboard and to get Kildalki on the board yeah they're badly <laughs> Be a regular free taker with me to this day. He, he would he, himself and, and Jack Regan for my own club of, of Kiltail Kiltail Kiltail, would be yeah. the, the two major. In fact, it's going to be Patrick Potterton, who's Nicky's cousin, who looks like he's going to be standing over this one. And maybe it's a case of, of dropping it in and hoping that there might be a little bit of a Hail Mary, or maybe he's better off just trying to go between the posts. But certainly, Nicky Potterton and Jack Regan would be the two uh, primary free takers. Jack had most of the honours in this year's Christy Ring campaign, which is probably oh. the reason why he made it onto the Champions 15, the equivalent of the All Stars for the Ring Record and Mark competition. Very
1: good. Well, chance here now for the number 13, Patrick Potterton they
2: so badly need a score here
1: and they do they get off the mark eventually Uh, good score there by Patrick Potterton how Kiltale so badly did that now let's see what that might do uh, to the Kiltale lads it's 1-8 to a point and they get that first score on well 80, almost 19 minutes to. the ball goes in around the goal up in the air Jack Holden breaks it down it should be a, a Kildalki ball the left corner back that's um, it well, is that is Brendan McEwan again He's only been
2: treated a moment ago clearly the
1: magic sponge has done its business yeah well I thought Brendan McEwan wasn't playing but he's playing now, now to have a chance up around the field will they get another score now from distance it's going to go short Deamre Galway will put up his hand and get that ball and Contour- and well, on the hurley coming out. Well, he did drop it. Oh, he's oh, been dispossessed.
2: It is an opportunity again for Patrick Poyser. If he's able to put it away, he gets the shot away. It but it's blocked by a off there. That's a let off there
1: for uh, for the meat guys. It's a uh, oh Kildoghy had a real goal chance there, and
2: this it. Frustrations of both camps now just beginning to boil over just a little bit. They should have really put that away. A goal at that stage would have been huge for them. Yeah, it would have been huge. It was Patrick Potterton who got the shot away. I think it was Jay Burke, the fullback, who managed to get his thigh in the way. I suspect that's going to hurt a little bit when the heat manages to come out of this game. But it was certainly a huge block because had Kildalki got that, it would have been one-one on the bounds, and suddenly this wouldn't have felt like such a massive deficit as it is. It's ten points that would have brought it back to seven, which of course, at this stage in the game, was still very attainable. It's a yellow card for the man.
1: Yeah, a little card there for uh, Patrick Potterton, but really they should have put that ball away. They had a chance. That's a chance they will regret really to bring them back into the game Jay Bork as tough as Nails at full back he put his body on the line there the ball lands in around inside the big D up they go for it in the air it's broken down uh, by Kildopi out to John Donnelly and he just oh wide says the uh, the, umpire he touched
2: his face straight away as if he knew that he hadn't caught it correctly he
1: absolutely did normally John Donnelly the best uh, wristy hurler around Kilkenny these days the ball is popped out around the middle of the field it's now with their number nine Brian O'Halloran Brian O'Halloran but they fluff it again they lose it again and it's going to be a free will let play go on a head high challenge there a bit of a careless challenge there on uh, Stephen Donnelly the team captain and it's going to be Robbie will come across and take this it's bang uh, between halfway between the 45 and 65 metre line and straight in front of the post this should be mm-hmm. normally a simple top over uh, for uh, Robbie Donnelly it's 8-3 up in Tullamore and it's uh, 6 all down in um, in St. Patrick's Park in El that's how things are going at the moment Yeah,
2: you can see the, the Kildare midfielder there Brian O'Halloran the way that after he was dispossessed there and gave way the free the way he just swung his hurl in anger already you can see the frustration is getting to the players as well you can understand but they can't allow their heads to get the better of them it is as we already say a 10 point deficit only 21 minutes gone though still plenty of hurling to be done yes and Robbie Donnelly pops that one over the bar from uh, about 40
1: to 50 metres out good score by Robbie Donnelly very good free taker is Robbie Donnelly and uh, that makes it one goal and nine points to a single point and we're gone Uh, 21 and uh, just over 21 minutes in this game here it's another free a ball is popped out and a free by uh by Kiddocky conceded by Luke Rickard yeah. I think you had his, had his hurl his across the front referee Connell Daly is telling Thomastown they took that free too quickly but it is going to be taken uh, by Robbie Donnelly again he's back on his own um, on their own 65 he's back further actually between the 45 and 65 metre line on our right hand side here getting a little bit of instruction uh, from the sideline uh, from one of the Thomastown mentors but uh, Noel Doherty will be very happy with how the game is progressing at this stage Noel Doherty, uh, do Sean do you, Kelly, do you there's barely any breeze here this
2: is attainable if there's no breeze he's halfway between his own 45 and 65 he's maybe about 10 yards in from his own sideline but this he's shaping up as if he's going to be going for this
1: absolutely Absolutely, a Lachlan Gales 10 3 friendly. up, running away with this game. He doesn't have it the, has uh, the distance, just not no, the Oh, it's wide. It's, a wide. it's a six wide uh, for Thomas down here. And uh, between those couple of wides and the, the, the goalkeeping of Mark McCormick, who saved three certain goals, uh, it's keeping Kildaqui in the game a little bit. The ball is popped out, failed to be held by uh, a Bit sloppy play yeah. on their part. Martin with the, with the full forward. Forward. does have it. And again, yeah.
2: back to the other midfielder, Evan Fitzgerald, the son of the manager Mark Fitzgerald. Again, three points in the county final. It's gone yeah. over the bar, and it's a point from open play. And Kildocky very much. Which needed that Evan yep. Fitzgerald the son of the head of the door for Kildalki today Nick Fitzgerald, Fitzgerald. he's been manager of Beats as well hasn't he? In, indeed he has uh, more recent years which again only goes to illustrate maybe Kildalki's certain dominance and what it would have made a lot of sense for for Nick to be involved in the county fold given how many of his club men were there
1: yeah absolutely okay. absolutely Town still in possession here it's with uh, Jack Holden no, it's not his Stephen Donnelly Stephen Donnelly sending a dangerous ball in around the goal area goalkeeper comes ball. out hey, but he closes his eyes and drops the ball that's not a wise thing to do he's just managed to get it up again right, with he's coming up, out he's, he's his done ball.
2: very well to retain the ball there in those circumstances he had a yeah. lot of men around him he was, it was a risky tactic what he was doing there mm, absolutely which is remarkable by the way I was, I was distracted for a moment because it's usually a different Stephen Donnelly the one that I'm usually concerned about in my day job <laughs> 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 it's not usually the thomas Town corner forward yeah, that one I'm thinking about
1: you're thinking of the minister for health of course yeah, 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 yeah. There, there you yeah. go <laughs> You can take the man out of the job, but you can't take the job out of the man. Absolutely, yeah. Well, it's, it's now with uh, the number 22. That's uh, Martin Dorden. Martin Dorden. Oh, sorry, Luke Rickard, I should say. Sorry, wrong name now. Luke Rickard sends the ball across. There's a chance here for Kidalki he to should be to get the another Patrick point in. Oh, no, that's. Oh, there that could have been a possible chop there, but Thomas Homme dispossessed the forwards inside. They're moving the ball out very well. It's now with Peter McDonald. Peter McDonald looks up. He's going to send it long. No short ball there. It goes in around Jack Holden. Jack Holden, a powerful hero. The ball is oh, up the ball. Luke Kanellan Luke, Kalehlin, Luke Kalehlin sends it in into the back of the net and no chance the goal he had with that one that Luke Kanellan uh, picked up the breaking ball from uh, Jack
2: Holden and he puts it in the back of the net I dare to say that's uh, done and dusted Gab I, I certainly imagine so Mark uh, Mark McCormick had already done his best to try and keep Kildocky into this but it's two goals none of which he can really do very much about and that brings the score to 2-9 to Thomastown only two points uh, to the nominal home team territory in Kildocky and he suspects that barring some sort of a, a freak weather occur it's almost this
0: is about to be the that's going to be the, the ultimate outcome of this match I okay lads we're heading to uh, Connor Park in Tullamore and uh, to uh, Shane Coogan Shane
3: yeah 26 minutes gone here Pat um, O'Loughlin's are in control uh, 10 points to 3 as you speak here and, and that there was a, a wide from O'Loughlin's but look last time I spoke to you it was 5 points to 2 uh, O'Loughlin's pan, uh, brought on or got scores then from Mark Bergen, good score from Sean Bulger. Uh Owen Maul then got in the score with a point after nineteen minutes. Then uh Kilcormand got their third point of the game from free from Adam Screeny. It was his first ball that kinda of went in between himself and Mikey. And he was actually fouled by I think it was Jordan Malai. So that was his that was his first score and his first real action into play after twenty one minutes. Uh then Paddy Butler stepped up with a point from for O'Loughlin's Omar got his second. Uh to put it ten points to three. As I said, twenty seven minutes gone, nearly twenty eight minutes gone. Um O'Loughlins well, are in control. The half back liner dominates the game here of um David Fogarty Paddy Deegan and Jordan Malide. They're setting up a lot of things. Um they just seem to have a bit more space and a bit more a bit more time on the ball when they have it and dashing Look, Kilcormick are working
0: hard, but there's a bit to go yet. All right, thanks, Shane. Uh, 10 points to 3, O'Loughlin Gales leading Kilcarma Kalahi. And uh, Paddy Kelly, you're at the closest game of the day.
4: I am indeed. I hadn't got far to travel back. But I'm going to tell you something now. This could be a turning point in the game. Walter Walsh is standing over the penalty here. Uh, he was uh, passing from Danny Glennon to himself, and he was told the referee just he told it's for a penalty here. And. And that's a goal. Walter has put it in the back net. A uh, kind of a daisy quarter ball It hit, hit the ground, filled the keeper, and has gone into the back of the net. It's 1 7 here to Tullerher. Uh, Cranford, Father Regans or Cranford, seven points. It's been nip and tuck all through the, all through the first half here, but well, that could be a monumental uh, turning point in the game. It's given uh, the lead to uh, Tullerher at the moment. Like I said, Walter was six points to five there, and Walter leveled it uh, to bring it back to six points each, and then it was freeze. Uh, Free is uh, uh, traded there between Jason Bourne and uh, Keno Donahue. And he's also missed a couple of free's, Keno Donahue. They could be further ahead at the moment. Uh, Father O'Regans are just after pulling back a point there. A perfect response to when a penalty goes in. There's about 29 minutes gone here at the moment. Pat. It's uh, 1 7 to Tuller Eight points to, uh, to Cranford there. Uh, Father O'Regans to Cranford there at the moment and uh, back
0: to you in the studio there Pat OK and uh, um, the it looks like the Kilcorm Kalahi centre back is getting the yellow card um, Killian Kiley uh, in late on um, I'd say it was Mark Bergen and uh, or no it was uh, whoever was wing forward there and uh, came with a late uh, shoulder kind of a get me out of here shoulder and uh, he's getting the yellow card 10 points to 3 and they're just on half time with uh, O'Loughlin Gales in control. Thomastown definitely in control, Nikki
1: who saved it yeah oh Thomas oh, very much in control Pat another attack there by Thomas Town has gone out for uh, a 65 we'll talk us through that last moment another Gavin.
2: save it was, it was a runaway a breakthrough ball from Thomas O'Hanram, the corner forward who bent all the way from the 65 all around to the edge of the D then managed to square the ball to John Donnelly who got the shot away and again it was a very good save from Mark McCormick who was just able to pull it wide just at the near post and it is going to be a 65 it looks as if it's going to be Robbie Donnelly again standing over that but that was once again another case of, of Kildalki just being completely carved open and only for the goalkeeper. Keeper at the back of the net would have been ripping.
1: absolutely Ellis Robbie Donnelly here on the 65 metre line it's uh, slightly to the left of the post in uh, Park Talton the day is lovely we send our, our best wishes to Paddy O'Keefe he's in St Luke's Hospital Paddy and your family are up here today and send your best wishes and hope that you're enjoying listening to the game here in uh, in uh, Park Talton uh, the an enjoyable
2: outcome so far well, only, yeah. only about a minute, a minute left of regular time in the first half it's now 2-12 to Thomastown Kildalki three points only one of which has come from play and again the ball knocking around the Kildalki goal once more
1: absolutely so it's uh, 2-12 to three points and uh, Thomastown totally in uh, control of this game here as the ball is uh, pucked out Ball falls to Brian Staunton. Yeah, he a lot of, lot of he time. He's got a lot been... of people around him,
2: but he still sort of feels ah, yeah. like he's got the, time
1: in the ball. The, the, the skill level is just at a, to, it's a totally different level here, in fairness, as uh, Robbie Donnelly uh, gets this and does a he put it over the bar? I think that's he an does excellent point. point. He does put it over the bar. Yeah, Robbie Donnelly uh, puts that all over the bar. Havadaria got it free, so it does make it two goals and 13 points. I think uh, that's uh, his first from
2: o- I, I might be wrong. You might, you're might. keeping better records than I am. I think that might be his first from open. I think play, it is actually.
1: Yeah, no, no. are just totally totally in control of this game here uh, in uh, Park Talchin
2: Luke Rickard now acting something of an auxiliary wing forward for Kildockies they try to get the ball up but again they're not finding it very difficult to be able to get a pass away in anger at all so it's coming away with Brian Ohanran for Thomas who's got the ball again
1: yeah looking in control here Brian Staunton switches the ball across to uh, it goes to the number 8 Peter McDonald. they're doing uh, hurling at their ease here now with Jack Holden puts up the hand Jack Holden a very very good hand baller as Jack Holden probably would be uh, doing a lot more handball but for all his hurling activity at the moment but uh, Jack uh, there's a foul on the uh, full back line there by referee Conor Dale. He says it's a free out it seems soft enough but it doesn't really matter in the circumstances here we're heading close to the uh, half time whistle now we're gone actually over the 30 minute mark we're heading into
2: the extra time uh, period no, in, no indication yet of how many it will be, but I suspect it probably won't be too many because no, although there's really. quite a few I stoppages I don't don't for the goals and there's sure. only one injury. I don't so. even think there's a
1: fourth uh, official here today, but... Gone on mid-rushing. Oh, we just heard it. And now there's a chance here now for uh, yeah, the Kildalki He sends that ball in. I think there is a point here for him. Yeah, number 17, uh, Brian, Brian Keneally, Keneally has mm. put that one over the bar uh, for uh, Kildalki. So maybe just before they go in at half-time, 2.13 to more points. Look, maybe it's uh, it's a... Uh, Clutching at straws here, Gab, but at the same time, look at least if they can get a point or so, uh, it just might make it that small little bit better.
2: Yeah, it just might be a case of, uh, you don't mean to, to concede the game too early, but it might just be a case of keeping the scoreboard respectable. It is only four points now, only two of which are comfortable. Uh, the ball, play is, this the ball is played
1: out to John Donnelly, and uh, with that deft wrist that he has, he puts that ball over the bar, just which, in,
2: which in itself is a perfect little microcosm of just the, the, the golfing class between the two teams. Not the Kildoki are coming here in arrears or with any sort of a remedial or, or disadvantage or any kind of a handicap, but just the the amount to which the, the work they had to expend, all the, the different tackles they had to ship, all the, the hard won passes they had to make, seemed to be in a, But the possibility of getting the ball over the bar in open play, and yeah. just immediately, just like that, Thomas straight down the middle of the park and over the bar. And play. there's
1: going to be a free on the far sideline. Uh, just a little push on one of the Kildocky players. I think Patrick Potterden will probably go out and pop this one over the bar, maybe get uh, another score on the board. They certainly, they, uh, they certainly need that. Uh, it is, pretty it badly. is Patrick
2: who's going out for this one. I did wonder whether it might have been Nicky that might have taken this one because it is on the far side of the pitch. To where we are, and I thought it might have suited Nicky's side slightly better. But it is Patrick who's standing over now, hoping to get uh, his third point of the game, which will be Kildocky's fifth. As we just expired the two minutes of additional time, yeah, and be the last listening
1: the to um people before the match here, they really weren't uh, they were quite pessimistic about uh, Kildocky's chances. I think, and talking to people, as Patrick Potter gets that one and he puts it over the bar, uh, and yeah. it is a fifth point uh, for Kildocky two goals and 14 points, uh, two five points. And with that, referee uh, Connor Daly. Uh, he calls uh, he calls play and that's going to be uh, half time here in uh Park, Parkholtan here in Navanpar as both teams go off the field and to give you a chance to uh, touch base with the lads and get the half-time updates uh, from uh, the uh, two venues uh, certainly O'Loughlin Gales are flying it and uh, in the other game, taller that goal from Walter Walsh from the penalty seems to have given them a slight edge but a long way to go in that match here yet, but this game Thomasson very much in control 2.14 to 5 points at half-time in uh, we will be back to you or you'll be back to us in 10 minutes or thereabouts for now though, back to you in the studio
0: OK, so 214-5, to Thomastown total control. O'Loughlin's fairly in control as well, 10 points to 3 at halftime, and Thomastown won 7-7 up against uh, Cranford. Championship hurling on Community Radio Kilkenny City is sponsored by John Brennan Machinery, Country Style Foods, Michael Ling Motors, and JJ Cavanagh Bus. Community Radio Kilkenny City, for the people, by the people
5: very much. welcome along to Saturday Music and Sport it is Cueve Breen Allen here with you for the next three hours plenty to bring you on today's show course we'll be heading back for second half action of the game between Kildocky and Thomastown in Park Chalton Nicky Brennan and Gavin Riley are there for us a half time score from that game Thomastown 214 Kildocky 5 points we'll also be uh, keeping you updated on other second half action of the game in the intermediate hurling championship semi-final between Kildaki and Thomastown sorry that's why I just told you about and um, so this is the thing lads you're only sett- settling in here and it's already on top of me uh, the other the Leinster club Inter- the senior hurling championship semi-final where we will be heading back to uh, Shane Coogan a little bit later on as well for Kil- Kilcormack Kilocchi uh, versus O'Loughlin Gales of course at half time that is O'Loughlin Gales 10 points Kilcormack uh, 3 points uh, but we will head over first to Paddy Kelly it's half time in the game between Father O'Regan's Cranford and Tullohar ross in the junior semi-final uh, the tightest game as Paddy said earlier on, the tightest game of the afternoon so far Paddy?
4: Oh it is indeed and it's a uh, nip and tuck in fairness at the moment here, the score at half time is 1-9 to uh, Tullohar ross and uh, 10 points to uh, O'Regan to Cranford, a nip and tuck game all the way through, some good solid scores from Ollie Dorn, uh, Kevin Poole and um, uh, go through scores on, on that side but uh, the free taking then the Jason Bourne uh, Jason Bourne, uh, some people might know he's actually uh, used to Horford Clara uh, and uh, he's hurling up here in uh, Father Regan's and Cranford there at the moment. Um, in fairness, uh, the, the reason I told her ahead is they got a penalty there in the 28th minute which Walter uh, Cooley dispatched. Uh, what I would call a daisy courser ran along the ground, uh, wrong footed the keeper and put it in the back of the net. Boys, in fairness to Father Regans, they didn't lay down because in fairness, Audio Dorn scored. the the after them. Jason Bourne free narrowed the gap, <coughs> narrowed the gap there, boys. Uh, in fairness to him her there, Danny Lennon pointed for a nice point from a three, and Jason Shaving uh, the half-forward there, another point to, to keep the scoreboard ticking over. It's Nip and Tuck here at the moment and in fairness to, to both teams, they're, they're going at it. The last 10 minutes has been uh, quite exciting. It was a big stop start there for about the first 20 minutes, but the last 10 minutes has been quite exciting here at the moment. Both teams are trying to give it all. all. Cranford and Fairness, the Farmer Regions, they're not laying down, and they won't lay down against this Tullerher team. So Tullerher will have to be at their the optimum to try and get a, a result here at the moment. But, uh, at the, uh, at, just at the start of the second half, come, teams are coming out now to start the second half. It's uh, Tullerher-Ross-Berrick and one 9 uh, Cranford Fado Regans of Cranford are 10 points uh, so back to you in the studio there
5: please thanks very much Paddy yes that's halftime score in that game in the junior semi-final a two point lead there for Tullagher Ross Borken of course we're keeping you up to date on all the under 21 action as well we've got the under 21 B hurling championship semi-final we'll be updating you on that game between Young Irelands and Roar Inishtig but we're going uh, to pa- head uh, to to Jerry Drennan he's at the under 21 D hurling championship final between Fenians and Tullerone good afternoon to you Jerry.
6: How you doing, Cueve? Yeah, there's 15 minutes gone here in Valley Ragget and a very entertaining game, as Charlie here puts over a point there for Tullerone. So the score after 15 minutes in Valley Ragget is the Fenians 2-3, Tullerone 1-3. The uh, game opened with a point each for each side, Darren McCormack for the Fenians, Akeel and Brennan for Tullerone. First goal of the game came in the fourth minute, and Regan Downey took an Alex Lawler pass and blasted to the net. Garo Dunn re- replied with a point for Tullerone. He's uh, started out at corner back. He's now moved out to corner forward, I should say. He's not out to wing forward. He's been policed by Rory Garrett. In the 11th minute, uh, Tullerone uh, got a, a slightly lucky goal. Josh Tallis threw a pass into uh, Billy kill and Billy kill flicked to the net. to leave it, 1-2 each. Podjoe Grady then replied for the Fenians in the 12th minute with a very, very good effort from the left-hand side. He stole it in and stuck the ball past 9 Holland. There was nothing the goalie could do about it. And uh, Alex Lawler has added a pint with Charlie Clear just putting over a pint there now. So after 16 minutes gone in the game, it's Fenians who are leading 2-3 to Tullerone. Tullaroan's one three. Finn has probably played a slightly better game, and Jerry Henderson playing really, really well at full back for the Fenians.
5: So thanks, Jerry. That's Jerry Drennan there for uh, the Fenians against Tullaroan. As he said, a three-point lead there for the Fenians. Two three to Tullaroan's one three.
0: Championship Chip Hurling on Community Radio Kilkenny City is sponsored by John Brennan Machinery, Country Style Foods, Michael Ling Motors and JJ Cavanaugh Bus. Community Radio Kilkenny City for the people, by the people.
5: All right, it's time to head back up to Navin to Park Chalchon. It's uh, Kildocky against Thomastown. Of course, where we left it at halftime, Thomastown comfortable lead. 2.14 uh, to Kildocky's five points. We're heading back up to Nicky and Gavin.
1: Yeah, welcome back here. Cueve uh, to Navin here and the second half is on. It's on about uh, one minute and 40 seconds here and uh, Kildocky making a slightly better run of things here now. They're be a little bit more intent as the ball is sent into the corner forward. Uh, it's switched back out the field coming out here now to the number 17. That number 17 it's is Brian, is, uh, Brian Keneally. Keneally. This ball is switched over to the far side of the field. They just need a goal to a, or a score to start here but Thomas Tone well under the, under the ball here. Who's going to win this ball here? It's a chance it's here. Kildocky
2: full forward, yeah, Mark Healy Yeah. And they decide it's got to be Patrick Potterton who might be able to get it if he, has, if he has won the free game I think just a moment ago when he, just as he came to us I think that might well have been Nicky Potterton's first touch in the entire game I know he was playing on the opposite wing to us in the first half but I, I honestly couldn't tell you whether he had actually been able to touch the ball at all and given how central he is to, to um, Kiloki's playmaking I think it's a, probably a big sign as to why they haven't been able to really feature so far yeah, I think there's some
1: changes there. I missed the uh, I missed the changes that they called out. We'll find out in a moment who might be uh, coming on. 17 and 22 already started for um, the Kildokula. I was keeping is, an eye
2: on yeah. I didn't see any different shirt numbers come out, but that's not to say that okay. there wasn't a couple well, on one side or another.
1: OK, free on the first side of the field. I think this is a different free taker, is it? We'll find out in a moment. No, it's not as Patrick Potterton that puts that ball over the bar. And uh, that's a mm-hmm. good, start, uh, for, good start for the meat lads. They badly need that, but look, I'll give them a little bit of heart and it's uh, six points they have now but Thomastown have a whopping two goals and 14 points we're gone uh, three minutes exactly in the uh, uh, second half here as uh, Kildocky get the ball but going in who is the ball here Kildocky have it switched over by their number seven uh, Brian Coffey who seems to have come on he certainly has come on alright uh, he has come on but well, Thomastown have another chance of a score here and sends in low and a brilliant save oh, well uh, saved again um, by Mark McCormick brilliant brilliant save uh, from uh, Robbie Donnelly uh, really let up but the ball is still back with Thomas Sudden, switches across to the centre, and they're moving around. There should be another score here now. For the number eight, this is Peter Macdonald, and he makes no mistake and puts that ball over the bar.
2: But uh, I must say, Mark McCormick is earning his cards here today. He absolutely is. I can tell you, it's just someone else in another game that's slightly more even than this one. I can tell you, the Trent Alexander-Arnold has just equalised for Liverpool with an assist from Salah. 82 minutes gone in Anfield, and it's now one. Or at the end he had. Rather excuse me, and it's one-one between Man City and Liverpool. Slightly more even than the game that we have in front of us. Absolutely. So. Here and
1: here is his Thomas get in there behind the breaking ball is Thomas Tucker-Hanrahan he switches back he looks around he still gets around his marker making plenty of space here he can't catch the ball again he sends it in and sends it across up they go for it in the air John Donnelly fails to hold it uh, Jack Holden I should say fails to hold it but it's still around the goal area oh, Thomas O'Reilly did his best yeah. but he can't do it it's going to be a penalty I'm afraid the referee puts out the arms and uh, look the ball was
2: tipped wide and yeah. again uh, no I think it was the, the, the Kildalki uh, captain who's also the cornerback David Keneally who I think was, was a little bit too robust with this challenging I think it must be had the hurl in front of his opponent which obviously you can't do and now it's going to be another opportunity I presume again uh, for Robbie Donnelly to put even more daylight between these teams I think so here in a, in a, a cold nab and it must be said but nevertheless it's dry and the field is
1: in good shape there was a bit of frost on it early on when we arrived here but that has uh, disappeared now at this stage and the Thomas Hull mentors here on my right um, are quite happy Sean Kelly, James Kittens, Desi Walsh, John Brennan and of course the manager is Noel Doherty and they're on their way to uh, the Leinster final and and in that uh, lesser final, well, Bray, Ar- Bray Emmets were leading May Barnaugh eight points to five at half time. And uh, the game will actually be played at a uh, Bray venue. Robbie Donnelly gets ready again, sends it in long. Oh, well, saved again by <laughs> Mark McCormick. This makes another brilliant save. <laughs> he has certainly earned his corns here today uh,
2: from a Robbie Donnelly penalty remarkable performance again that definitely was absolutely going into the bottom left corner because it was excellently struck by Robbie Donnelly but really really remarkable by Mark McCormick to be able to get down in just enough time to be able to push it past the post and away back into open play really excellent stuff and when you consider that there is still already 15 points between the teams with 25 still to play the difference that it has made that even the semblance of this game being competitive is all down to him and the heroics he's done in the goal no question about that that's well said Gabo from the first side of the field it is a line ball
1: would you believe it the said Mark McCormick in the Kildaki goal He's uh, getting some attention from uh, the team medical people here. Don't think he's too bad there now, but uh, he is down injured. They can ill afford uh, to be without him because he has put in a majestic performance today. And every one of his saves were, uh, were, uh, were top-class saves. I see Zach Bay-Hammond is warming up on the sideline here now for Thomastown. Zach Bay, who unfortunately pulled a hamstring before the county final and uh, lost his place, ironically. Josh O'Farrell came in in the middle of the field, but Thomastown are obviously going to ring the changes here now. Noel Darty giving uh, last instructions to uh, Zach Bay-Hammond here on the sideline as he uh, gets ready Zach Bay a good soccer player as well uh, played for Watford uh, Watford United uh, they've gone into the Premier League uh, now at this stage it should be said yeah, so uh, might be seeing him in Oriel Parker or United Parker a little bit well, more than he's in his corner of the I world and soon again yeah I think they're very keen now to have him stick with the hurling. he's a very good player was good at underage for Kilkenny just an all around fine athlete and uh, he uh, Town, have good options in their subs here as well and Zach Bay happens to be one of them he's uh, just getting a bit of instruction to keep warming up here now there's been a stop and play but Mark McCormack, the Kildaki goalie, is back in action again over on the far side of the field. Thomastown through John Donnelly, have a ball, he hits it. I very sloppy <laughs> struck. For, for <laughs> John slumpy. Donnelly, it surely was. But they're under control again over on the far side of the field. Thomastown racing out for the yeah. ball here. And uh, it is in the left, Ned Kerwin is uh, impressive there, Ned. Um, very mm. good there, I see. He's there, the Kerwin's from uh, the uh, the trout farm down there in Thomastown. I see his father was there uh, earlier. The hurling family are the...
2: Uh, Carwins <coughs> and yeah, they from, from one Healy to another there for the Kildalki side. It was Mark Healy who was just completely lost the foot races. Kildalki were trying to build the attack there, but it's Martin Healy that's won the free. And let's see what Kildalki can do from this now. Yeah, Kildocky have a free on their own 45 metre line. It's been taken by the 17. That
1: is uh, Brian, Brian Kildocky Kildocky. Healy. Switches it over now to one of his midfielders. Again, they're going for a glow. It it's well, very well held there by the number 9. That is uh, Brian O'Halloran. And it comes back again. Now, just that's sloppy a there number by number seven. 7. Yeah, Brian Coffey, who's back on the field. Don't know who he replaced, but it doesn't matter. As they at uh, Thomas on, on the attack again, but uh, would have been a free out. Yes, it is a free out there. Good play there, I thought, by uh, on uh, on Stephen Donnelly, his marker, the number four. The number four is uh, Brian McKeown He came out and ahead of he came out ahead of Stephen Donnelly. got a
2: push in the back now. Mm. Certainly, I, I um, think it's the other wing back. By the way, it's David Harman for Kildare. He's been taken off from Brian Coffey, who was originally wearing number seven. Has come on in this place. So I think that might have been a half time change. I think so. There was
1: one day now. So that's is a wide for uh, wide for Kildare. Look, it's a bit more competitive in the second half, and it's getting a bit more competitive up in Tullamore as well, whereas the Lock and Gales are on 11 points and uh, <laughs> Kilcarmacalagh on six points. Cueve will be going to um, to Shane Coogan there shortly. And uh, Tuller, Thomas Toller have got a second goal, 210 to 210 uh, points. And uh, we will be going down to Paddy Kelly there shortly as well to get an update And that. That was for a long time the most competitive match here. But uh, this one here is uh, pretty much done and dusted. There's a free in there for a slap on one of the uh, Kildalki players. It's between the 45-metre line and the uh, halfway, the 45 and 65-metre line. A chance here now for uh, Patrick Potterton to get another point and make it 7 to, 15 to 7 points. And just close the margin very, very narrowly and there's four points in it now in uh, Tullamore. That game is hotting up big time as uh, Adam Screen has just uh, uh, popped over a uh, free for uh, the Kild- uh, Cormac Colohan as that young uh, star player from their underage there for the last couple of years. Patrick Potterton getting ready now uh, to take this uh, from uh, halfway beyond. he hits it very, very, very that was disab- That's a disappointing wide Gav, because, I mean, while their game has gone beyond them at least, that was a clear, very handy scoring chance. Well,
2: you have to try and make little competitions wherever you can and if Kilda lucky aren't going to ultimately prevail in this game you want to do little things that like may be feeling like you've at least won the second half but they're not going to do it but every time they do have a rare opportunity from a dead ball to be able to chip away at that lead they do uh, make such clumsy efforts as that one ultimately was unfortunately from Patrick Potterton
1: Yeah, quick puck out there by David Galway to uh, Peter Canella and he just overplayed the ball there held on to it too long correct decision uh, by the referee and now there's a chance for Patrick Potterton uh, to... Um take this free just the lines man is looking at yeah, as a sub coming on uh, number 10 for uh, Kildalki he, uh, he didn't he's start did feature originally. Yeah, he's coming on and a uh, slip of paper being given to the referee let's see
4: number 10, yeah,
1: so reverse reversal of the yeah, original change yeah, that was absolutely. made at the start of the match. Yeah, Brian Kennedy's come coming up. Chance here now for Potter and it's just inside the uh, 45, uh, 45 metre line. It's all about the accuracy now of this because he's uh, much better in stuck. And That looks much a lot better. better. Stock all over the bar look at it. Must be said it's uh, had taken on the line there by uh, Eddie Donnelly. Uh, holds the ball on the line and gets it out. Again, they'd want to be making sure about that but breaking out the field and uh, Thomas Stone trying to make headway up around the middle of the field taking maybe a little bit too much other but still uh, going forward uh, with the ball is a free there again a free there on Ned Kerlin a foul that came out about 40 metres with the ball but a bit careless from Ned and uh, Thomas just getting a little bit sloppy at the moment as uh, Zach Hammond
2: uh, comes in let's see who he comes on for now uh, to further complicate things meanwhile on the Kildalki side I think they might have misannounced that substitution because the number 17 Brian Keneally who I was going to remark would have been a, a big loss because he's been one of the few players that's been able to score for Kildalki so far today he was supposed to have been the man that was making way for Patrick Barnwell just a moment ago but I see he is still standing over the ball right now just uh, short of his own 65 so right. uh, we'll try and figure out exactly who has come on uh, in place of uh, Patrick Barnwell in just a moment yeah coming off the uh, Thomas Clown team getting a good round of applause for uh, Find out in a moment. Who that much is. better hit this time by the aforementioned Brian Kennedy, who does manage to finally get a point. That's his yeah. first uh, from a dead ball of the day, and that brings us two fifteen to seven points now.
1: And that's uh, Peter Macdonald who's gone off the uh, who's gone off the field free there by uh, Patrick and makes it. There's the seven points now. Two goals and 15 points here. But Thomas Hound still uh, very much in control that here. We're now gone of Kentucky winning a long
2: puck out and managing to retain possession this time around. It's Luke Rickard again to see what he can do with this.
5: Although, just no, say, said, commentator's
2: Percy's he's dispossessed.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. John Donnelly wins that ball, and John Donnelly, no, he's not going to be let... He won't be let... Take it from there, John. You've got to bring it back.
5: Nice right, weather. Well, taking a bit of a break there. We're going to head uh, to the AIB Leinster Club senior hurling championship of the other semi-final there. Kilcormack-Kalocky against O'Loughlin Gales. The Kilcormack lads are coming back into this, Shane.
3: Yeah, the boys after starting well in the second half there, which they're after getting four scores, like to O'Loughlin's one, um, to bring it back to eleven points to seven. So like it's only a four-point game, not a whole lot in it. Um, Loughlin's made a change. There, Connor Kelly came on at half time for Paddy Butler, and now they're after bringing on Luke Hogan for Owen O'Shea, which I thought Owen oh, no O'Shea was doing okay at centre forward, but for some reason he's he's after he's after being taken off. Um, look, sure, look, the, the Carmel now to have a free now within scoring range of of Sweeney again, who was after scoring. One, two, two, two frees so far, or three frees uh, since the, the start of the second half. So now he's a chance now to bring it back to a three-point game like with, with 20 minutes and more to go. So, Look, Lachlan seem to have taken their, their, their foot off the pedal a bit and kind of, I don't know, come back into the uh, relaxing kind of mode. Um, the way they're not the way they were in the first half and sure look that's going to give Kilcomber a bit of hope and a bit of heart, like. so they're going to stay going ahead
5: Yeah it's going to be a competitive game thanks very much yeah. Shane uh, we'll be back to Shane for more second half action a little bit later on of course as you said there are Lachlan Gales 11 points Kilomber Kilocky 7 points there 41 and a half minutes gone in that game in the junior semi-final Fado Regan's Cranford against Tulloher Ross Burkin we were saying this game was the tightest of the afternoon but uh, the Tulloher lads have found a bit of breeding space Paddy
3: they
4: did indeed uh, Connor Hennessy opened the scoring in the second half with a point there from the 24th minute and and Jason Bourne is just after putting over another free there for Cranford so he's actually uh, he's uh, keeping this uh, Cranford team in it at the moment there so it's uh, 13 points to, to uh, Father Regans of Cranford and uh, Tullerherd to 11 but just to go back there and here's another one there's uh, another Bourne there's another another score for Jason Bourne uh, from a uh, poor puck out there at the moment. So it's uh, 14 points to Cranford, and it's 2-11, 2-11 to, uh, to uh, Tuller-Hurach-Berkin there at the moment. But uh, just to go back there, Danny Lennon scored a peach of a goal there in the 32nd minute, picked up a loose ball, ran at the fence, and drilled it into the back of the Cranford net to give them the lead in the 32nd minute. That was 2-9, or 2-10 to... Uh, 10 points and then uh, Keane O'Donoghue scored another point there in the 41st minute a good one from play but that man Jason Bourne he's actually keeping him in a, he's, got, he's after getting two frees and two from play there the man from Clara he's uh, keeping uh, this Cranford team this Fado Regans in it at the moment and with 43 minutes gone at the moment it's uh, Tullohar Ross-Berkin two eleven, which is 17 points Fado Regans of Cranford uh, there are 14 points at the moment, and it's all to play for here at the moment. Back Thanks for you in the studio there,
5: creep. Thanks, Paddy. Yeah, three point lead there for Tullaher Ross Borken Right, switching to the under 21 action in the D final. Fenians taking on Tullerone. And the Fenians have uh, themselves found a little bit of breathing space as well, Jerry.
6: Yeah, the Fenians have stretched on here now. They're leading two eight to one four as we approach half time. Last we spoke after fifteen minutes, it was close enough. It was two three to one three the Fenians led. Um in the meantime Tolerone have only had one point, that being from Legarod done. Strike from play after a good pass by Josh Tallis, But in the meantime, the Fenians have uh, taken over and uh, they're probably the more balanced team and the, the fitter team, I say, as, as well. Jack Walsh up front has hit three points of play. He's on the ball at the moment, actually, and having another goal. But this one has gone to the left and wide. Yeah, Jack Walsh has hit three points of play and Rory Garrett sold it up the field. Now, remember, he's marking and Garot done. He sold it up the field and hit over a point from about 40 metres out. And Regan Downey put over a points from a free after a foul on himself. So the Fenians are leading 2-8 to 1-4 and they're dominating. As I said, Jerry Henderson played very well at the backs. Patrick Cullen is playing well at midfield. And Darren McCormick played very well at centre, centre-forward for them for uh, Tuller Road Keelan Brennan is doing uh, well as is Jerry Clear and Garrod Dunn is trying his living best up front and he's just here over a super point from the left hand side Garrod Dunn strikes from the left hand side to make it 2-8 to 1-5 as we approach half time we we'll wait for Evan Mansfield's whistle this game is in uh, front of a big crowd here in Balleragat on the outside pitch it's the drier of the two I'm told by the uh, local stewards so with half time it's 2-8 to 1-5 in favour of the Feenians.
5: Lovely, thanks, Jerry. Six point lead there for the Phoenix. Okay, back to um, Par Chelton up in Nevin. We're heading to Nikki and Gavin Riley.
1: Yeah, welcome back here, Creevair, Thomaston still in control, 2.17 to 8 points, Nicky Potterton has just got a point there for the uh, meat side and moving forward now is Patrick Potter in around the goal area, he's taken down and there's going to be a free in and a yellow card, I think, for the uh, for the Thomason lads, I think the referee is pointing the curly finger at one of the Thomason lads so there's going to be a
2: yellow card here. Yeah, and, uh, and, and well deserved because it absolutely was going to be a, probably a very go- a clear goal scoring opportunity for Patrick Potterton had he been able to get through. It was nice to see Nicky Potterton just a moment ago, um, finally managed to get some possession and to get a score from open play a, a score that was to be fair well worked by Kildalki got the ball in and around the D and were able to just work it out and find Nicky Potterton in space we remarked at the start of the game he lost his father last weekend he, his father's funeral was only on Tuesday morning so it's been a very emotional week for Nicky and for many people uh, around the Kildalki club and it was at least nice to see Nicky get himself on the scoreboard Patrick now standing over the free hoping to make this the ninth point of the day for Kildalki well struck and indeed right between the posts and no problem there it was up to nine points versus 217 for Thomastown. I can tell you meanwhile in the other game Open Bray where the other semi-final is taking place in the Intermediate Hurling Championship we mentioned at half time Bray Emmets were leading Nave Marnog of Dublin by 8 points to 5 Nave Marano scored the first 5 without reply in the first 10 minutes there of the second half to go into a 10 points to 8 lead Bray Emmets have hit back with a goal and the score there now is 110 to 11 points so Bray Emmets only leading by 2 points uh, with 13 minutes to go uh, up in Wicklow the winners of that will have home uh, ground advantage and home county fa- uh, final advantage against presumably now at Thomastown uh, in the final in two weeks
1: time absolutely yeah. Thomas bringing on a sub number 18 that is our Rory Canellan another of the Canellan clan uh, coming in Peter and Luke already on Rory Canellan is on and uh We'll find out in a minute who's uh, coming off It's an opportunity maybe to rest to rest Some players here because this game is well and truly
5: Just while they're making the changes update It is half time in that under 21 d hurling Championship final at half time Fenians 2-9, Tullerone 1-5 Back to Nicky
1: Yes and it is uh, Luke Canellan who's actually uh, Coming off the field here Replaced by uh, Rory Canellan So that's how you do it to not upset any family Take off one brother <laughs> and they're him by another It's a family quota somewhere yeah, Exactly yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm making the assumption that all those Canellans are brothers. Someone is going to probably t- text in there now to Cueve and tell him I'm talking through my hat, which wouldn't be the first time. As uh, Mark McCormack then comes to his side's rescue, saves a dangerous ball that goes in around the field. Who's going over to the far side of the field? Zach,
2: Zach Bayhammond is a serious <laughs> foot race. That's incredible pace by Zach Bayhammond. Nearly uh,
1: got there all by himself. That's right. That's what we are telling you all about. And here is Zach and He's making headway. Is he going to get the first score? He switches the ball across. Maybe he probably uh, should have gone for his own score. He was being very unselfish there, but the ball is not clear. Sack, pay Hammond still has us back to Thomastown again. This is going to be a simple tap over the bar. Oh, it started, no, it's not hits the post and, wide. and goes
2: wide. I think Luke Hammond was looking for Thomastown. Handran, who was fair to be unmarked at the corner of the square, and had he been able to get the ball through to him, it would have been a certain goal. So it was the, the right thing to do to square it in the, in the circumstances. Just yep. didn't quite be able to pull it off. Yeah, the ball is poked out again in this one by Robbie Donnelly here. Now Robbie is racing up here on the far
1: side of the field from out the field, sends it in, but I think oh, he's got just the, a little the radar right the off mind. and it's uh, gone wide. It's the second wide of the second half for Thomastown. That gave up in uh, Tullamore will be getting to Shane Coogan in a moment but it's 13 points a nine after 47 and a half minutes here much tighter game as the ball is popped out on the far side of the field up to go for the air Zach Bayham and breaks that ball down it goes off his hand and that's going to be a line ball on the far side of the field just beyond the 65 metre line at the, at the left hand side here uh,
2: Full uh, time by the way in the Ed Head Stadium Manchester City won Liverpool won the full time score and there's nothing, nothing that makes you happier as a Man United fan than seeing Liverpool and City neither of them actually winning the game do Well
1: our, the, our studio man this evening uh, and will be on offside soccer on Tuesday night. I've no doubt it will exercise the minds of uh, Jim Cash and Scott, and John points in offside soccer on uh, Tuesday night. Uh, I'm not sure, did uh, Jim have it on his treble today? Cueve, I didn't hear it, but however, uh, a draw match there, given the, the, the boo-boo that Alice had made early on, I suppose, I didn't see the Liverpool goal yet. The ball is switched across here. Let's get back to where we are here. As uh, if Fitzgerald is, has, is it ball play has it all here. it's a good opportunity here. They're now. taking just a little bit out. They're trying to get a goal just to make it look a little bit better. It comes out to Brian Keneally, and Brian Keneally sends that ball in. Uh, and I think he sends it over the over bar, bar yes. Yeah. In fact, uh, Kildare have managed to get the last uh, three points of the game. I know Thomas Honor probably uh, switched off uh, Gab, but really, uh, in fairness to Kildare, they're not giving up anyway. It's 2.18 uh, to 2.10 uh, points.
2: No, we mentioned earlier that if Kildare were going to try and find anything to play for in the second half, it's the little goals that you set for yourself, like, for example, winning the second half, and that is, in fact, what they're doing right now it was 15 points down uh, at halftime. Now the deficit, now down to 14. Of course, the fixture is beyond them with Kildalky's Certainly tried to puff their chests out and play with a little bit of pride.
1: Yes, and there's a free out there, a late tackle on one of the... Uh Kildare players, I think. Tucker Hanrahan not too happy there, but maybe just uh, get on with it. And uh, I think it's a Kildare player. Not sure who's going to get the yellow card here. It could be uh, Thomas O'Hanrahan or maybe one of the Kildare players as well. Thomas may as well have now just to get on with the game. The game is well and well and truly won and over. And so there's no point in uh, in any old silly stuff at this stage because they're heading to a Leinster final, and we don't know yet. It's great. We're in the driving seat as per gab. We'll get an update on that in a moment here as uh, Kildare get an opportunity. Uh, to take a long distance free, the referee tell him to go back a couple of yards here to Evan Fitzgerald, as Gav said, son of the manager Nick Fitzgerald, a former uh, meat manager as well. But um, Kildocky will be disappointed, I suppose. Overall, they're
5: trying to yeah, just whether they are going to take that long range free. We're going to head uh, back to Tullamore for the other uh, semi-final. Kilcarmacalaki taking on O'Loughlin Gales Still a tight enough one, Shane.
3: Yeah, it's still tight enough. It's 13 points to nine here now after 20 minutes. Um, as I said, look, Kilcar probably after having uh, a good bit are the, the better of the second half, outscoring uh six points to six points to three. Um, they started well, as I said to you beforehand when I was there earlier. Uh, Jack Sweeney scored three frees. O'Loughlin's um, got their first point of the second half through David Ford. He'd wing back, very good score. And, incidentally, their second score after came after 15 minutes from another point from the other wing-back, Jordan Malay, who's playing very well. The 2 boys are, are bombing up the field, and Paddy is kind of sitting back and playing the centre-back role, so a very good half-back lane. So, look, they're kind of after withstanding the former the, the pressure and got their few scores. They got another score then through uh, Sean Bulger, the corner forward, who was playing very well himself, and Owen Wall are very lively inside. Um look with ten minutes or nine minutes plus plus added whatever to go. Um there's a couple of stoppages now and things like that. Um look it's if Kilkarma could get a goal now it'd make it very interesting now we've
5: yeah, had it lighten it up a bit, alright But uh, we'll, we'll yeah. keep we'll keep in touch with you, Shane. Thanks very much. That's uh, Shane Coogan there for us in O'Connor Park in Tullamore as it stands. O'Loughlin Gales 13 points, Kilkarma Kilkenny nine points. 52 minutes gone in that game. Uh, 52, 53 minutes gone in the game between Father Regan's Cranford and Tullamore Ross Borken. We're going to head back to Paddy Kelly in Enniscorty
4: how are you doing, Kreev? It's a real hammer and tongs effort here now at the moment between Father Regan's to Cranford and Tuller. There's a one score game at the moment. There's Tuller and Ross and 213. Father O'Regan to Cranford, 16 points. That man, Jason Bourne, uh, that probably kidnapped him from Clara there, but he's doing all the things for Father O'Regan in the second half there. He's uh, from freeze or from play. He has. Uh, Six points scored in the second half here at the moment and he's missed a couple of frees as well so look, uh, in fairness to Tullerher they're just keeping the scoreboard, kicking over Connor Hennessy the 31st minute, Danny Glennon goal in the 32nd minute there was a goal scored here but it was uh, caught, uh, by Tullerher but it was uh, it, as they say it was called back for a free there, they didn't play advantage the ref didn't play advantage there and that would have put the icing on the cake for, for Tullerher there at, at the moment, there's a dangerous ball going in there at the moment and Tulloher come out with a here at the moment, with his double And uh, just there at the moment, Cranford are trying to get a, a, this score, this one, this is one score, is Virginia at the moment, and they're through at the moment. Oh, and it's a free-in at the moment there to Cranford at the moment. But Kino Donny who's been keeping them ticking over with freeze and scores from play here at the moment, with 54 minutes. gone, It's a real tight affair here at the moment. It's Cranford, 16 points, Tulloher, Rosberg and 2-13. And uh, just Cranford, Fado Regans have a, a score. I'll just stay with us here now at the moment, clear. We'll see if he puts this it over. It's that man again, Jason Bourne. And he's uh, just, I don't know, with a ball here. And he's just about to take the free. And he's been on fire in the second half. And he's put it over again. That's seven points for that man, Jason Bourne, in the second half. He's keeping Fado Regans and Cranford in he's there. So at the moment, it's Cranford, Fado Regans, 17 points. Put it up there in 2.13, but about seven minutes to go, like I'm so it's really in the mountain pot here, please. We'll come back to, us, uh, back to you in the cereal.
5: Thanks Paddy Yeah, very much in the Wel- Melton Pot two-point game that is there Tuller ross two thirteen. 2 Father Regans of Cranford 17 points before we head back up to Navin just to update you on the half-time scores in the under-21 games in the under-21 D final at half-time Fenian's 2-9 to Tullerone's 1-5 and in the under-21 B semi-final at half-time it's Young Ireland's 1-4 the Roar-Inishtig 4 points 3-point lead there for Young Ireland's OK back up to Navin to the to Nicky and Gavin for Kildalki against Thomastown
1: Yes, it's going to be if it's... uh and the subs coming on here, left, right, and centre. Thomas are just bringing on another sub now. Not even sure who went on that time. It's uh, Peter Canell has come off. We'll find out in a moment who actually went on. We'll check the numbers. It's a freer on the middle of the field to be taken by Brian Keneally for uh, Kildare. He's going to send that one in. It's not going to go over the bar. It is it's put just over the bar. Over by Dermot Galway puts it over the bar and uh, good score there by uh, Brian Keneally The big news
2: to bring you, Kev. In the meantime, while you're away from us, is that uh, that uh, Thomas Town have got a third goal of the game. Jack Holden again with a goal at short range. It was a very very crafty tried to pull down by Brian Kelly the 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 Kildalki full back who was trying to pull a fast one, trying to catch his marker unawares and trying to clear it but um, Jack Holden more than awares to it and then putting it away from short range and that brings the score with 3 minutes left of regular time. 3.18 to Thomastown, 11 points to Kildalki And that's it Jay, the ball comes back out again. Thomastown, Zach Hammond showing plenty of running,
1: plenty of fitness as Gav alluded to his pace there a moment ago. He brings a lot of energy, just the kind of sub you need to come on when people are tiring. There's a chance here for Thomastown Oh that could be in another free. The has his hand up yes he's put into the back of the net I think it's put into the back of the net by Thomas O'Hanahan there if I remember right he might have kicked it into the uh, kicked it into the net uh, to make it 4 goals and 18 points to 11 points is pretty much indicative of uh, of the way the game has gone Thomas Tone have now brought on uh, number 20 number 20 has come on down here, I think it's uh, number 3 has gone off there, that Looks is uh, Jay yes. yeah, yeah, just making sure Jay doesn't get another yell or anything like that, but Thomastown, uh did bring on another sub there a while ago. I'm not sure. We'll find out in a moment who it was. It doesn't really matter at this stage because this is all academic at this stage. As Kildocky tried to bring the ball out and tried to uh, get another score on the board, their his hand up for advantage. Not sure there's any advantage one way or the other there. As they try to spray the ball around the field at is with Brian Keneally. He's uh, number 17. He's been one of their better players. He sends that ball in and I think his uh, radar is right right off there. I'm afraid it's a fourth wide at the second half
2: uh, for Kildocky. It is a measure of, of just the Gulf of Class between the teams that even in these latter st- stages of the second half when Kildocky have, have had more space on the ball when obviously the, the intensity of the game has gone out of it and with Kildocky do have a moment to try and compose themselves maybe before they get the shot away but still just the radar isn't quite there the sharpness is just, just not there at the end of a very long season for them and a lot of these shots are either falling falling short or going a little bit to the right on this occasion on a yeah. day when it has to be said there is no breeze here either. No Brian Keneally sends that one in and I think it's gone wide yes
1: it's Indeed. another wide for mm-hmm. Kildocky. It's David Prendergast who came on there uh, earlier for uh, the number two uh, Peter Cannell and David Prendergast Thomastown now just playing down the clock at this stage we're now gone 29 just uh, on the 30th minute mark as uh, Kildocky try to bring this ball out they've been uh, well well beaten here uh, that game is hotting up above in Tullamore Pete Kiwi will be going to uh, Shane Coogan and certainly down in Cranford it's a one point game and uh, Kuibe if you wanted to uh, really break away from us and go back to Paddy Kelly don't mind us at all because this game is truly done and dusted and the one down in St. Patrick's Park is uh, hot and heavy I'm a little bit behind you here on clubber but it's 213 to 18 points which is a one point game and at 56 minutes so it might even be a bit further than that so feel free to go to Paddy and uh, break away from us because this is done and dusted and uh, people will be more interested in the uh, Toledo game Uh, so feel free to break away anytime you like when you get Paddy on the line there it's another free in here for Thomas Town as uh, one of the Kildocky subs was so yeah, going yellow card car there. Carl
2: Fitzgerald one of the
1: more recent introductions. Yeah, very well. So Gab, before because Creve uh, takes us off to Dennis Garty this really has been uh, just a, such a one-sided game. Kildarki never really looked like it. Uh, at any stage they were going to threaten some.
2: No, State. with the very fact that Jack Holding managed to get his first goal of the game in what must have only been 10 or 15 seconds of open play it already put them on the back foot. Really what Kildarki were hoping for if there was to be any chance of really showing their mettle today was to try and, and get out early and just to be able to really put their impression on the game be able to get the scoreboard ticking over nice early and just maybe to assure themselves that they had a chance because mead senior teams have had a a very checkered history of coming up very short against Kilkenny uh, intermediate teams when when they've managed to meet uh, in this competition and Kildalky really needed to put their foot down very early and unfortunately uh, that goal from Jack Holden in the first couple of seconds really put pay to them and and as we've been saying uh, credit to the the Kildalky goalkeeper Mark McCormack because only for him this game would have been done and dusted long before uh, the time that we are now as we just creep into injury time here.
1: Yes and Thomas Town that uh, game in uh, St. Patrick's Park is Tuller 214, and it's a uh, Crann 418 18 points but uh, I'm on clubber here so I'm a little bit behind the lads here so Paddy would know it. it's 14 points to 11 up in uh, Tullamore so clearly we've got the uh, one-sided game here
2: today as uh, it, the referee it, yeah. gives a free-in to uh, for a for an illegal pass as he uh, as he's pointed out. They're just creeping into injury time in Ockram and uh, Bray Emmett still lead by one point it's one twelve to to Bray Emmett and Naive of Dublin 14 points in the other semi-final in the Intermediate Club Early Championship the winners of that will have Home County the advantage either uh, in Ockram or in Paranel Park against Thomastown in two weeks.
1: Yes and to uh, whoever wins that match obviously they'll be playing the winners of uh, Carrigan Riverstown from Offaly against Leaksev off Kildare as Patrick Potter gets ready to take this one in. Sends it over the bar I think the umpire is going has, very slowly for the, uh, for the flag but it makes it a 12 point game four goals and 19 points uh, to uh, 12 points. Uh, we're now gone 31 almost 32 minutes. Did you see how much time did no, they I,
2: I didn't catch it much additional time there were but other than the substitutions in truth there hasn't been any major stoppages there's been no major injuries really in this half either so I suspect that, that, that w- we are probably ebbing towards the closing stages uh, of injury time here in Park Tulton.
1: yeah indeed only clears that ball up the field Thomastown totally in control as we say we have and it's uh, with Thomas Tucker Hanner and he has that ball he's chopped down and uh, Kildocky are going to have the numbers here but they haven't got the ball that doesn't matter the ref says there's a push there it's a free out and uh, the referee uh, Connor Daly from uh, Kildare gives a free out he's had a very comfortable afternoon here in uh, Park in Navan here just a very small crowd on the far side of the field I didn't think they were actually open that entrance at all and uh, there's a little contingent here from Thomastown and Kildocky but not a, not a huge crowd here this game uh, will not live long in the memory it's just part of the journey of Thomastown and they're uh, in a strong position going into the Lensville final irrespective of whether it is Braham or Ornade Marnog it'll take a very good team uh, to beat Thomastown they saw some very deft touches gap here all day today and uh, their skill level was just on a, on a level that was significantly higher than we're,
5: th- we're going to cut in on that uh, commentary there and we're going to ahead because these other two games they're uh, hotting up in injury time we're going to head first to O'Connor Park and Tullamore Kilorma against O'Loughlin Gales were in injury time five minutes of injury time to be played and anything could happen in his last couple of minutes Shane
3: yeah five minutes but the big thing now Loughlin's after getting a free um, 30 yards out Mark we're going to stand over here now should score to give him a three-point the three point advantage on a, on a scoreline of fifteen points to twelve after sixty one minutes. But as I said to you last time in the even you like Kilcarmar are putting the pressure on um, to bring her back to a two point game. There were the free from from Adam screeny in that. Like uh, Mark Bergen is after hitting two two bad wides, kind of two freeze wide, um, and another way by Keen Lye kind of you know they needed them scores to kind of push them further ahead but they're giving, giving to the Carmichael the room now to let him back into it after making a few changes so it'll be an interesting last three minutes here now
5: Definitely we'll, we'll be back to you just around full time uh, We're going to uh, switch it up and go to the junior semi-final as well Again, really in the metal pot There was only one minute, uh, or one minute, one point between them As they headed into injury time But Tuller might have just hit that extra gear, Paddy i
4: tell you one thing, I don't know where they found it from But they did find it That man, Kino Dunhill, scored an absolutely two super points there Just to uh, give them the, the cushion uh, coming into the injury time here at the moment and in fairness to to, to Father Regan, they're not finished yet. They're on the attack here at the moment, and it's and he's put it over, and it's it's gone wide there at the moment. That could have been their last chance there at the moment. And Walter was, uh, you know, he's been quite enough at times. Uh, Scored an absolute piece of a, a point there from uh, 35, 40 yards. They after running 25 meters with the ball. So look, it's uh, coming up here uh, in fairness to Cranford that man Jason Bourne, has uh, kept uh, the Ophado uh, Rodriguez in the match, all of the match. All the scores have come from either him, from either freeze or play at the moment. But uh Tulloher, they've had a big deep and really big deep, deep against this team because, in fairness, it's been nip and tuck the whole way through at the moment. And with about uh, a minute left, I'd say the yeah. referee is just playing out time here. I'd say there's a free here. This is possibly Cranford's last chance if you want to stay here, Cueve, at the moment. I and mean, we'll see how it goes. But uh, they're standing over a free here. And they're just waiting for it to be... And it's hit, it's stuck in. And let's see can Tullochard defend this and get it out. Oh, what a catch. What a catch. What a catch there. guys! By number eight, Coleman O'Sullivan. What a catch indeed. And absolutely, he has the ball out. And they're on the attack again. And this man, Danny Glennon, has been a torment in the second half. Two proud um, O'Regan there. And they're on the chance again. And no, that's a way there at the moment. But look, it's uh, Tuller at the moment. It's 2.16, Cranford, 18 points. I wouldn't say there's much time left here at the moment, Gary I'd say he's going to see it out. And uh, just wait, we just have to wait and see what the reference after calling uh, uh given a free into. No, he's not. <laughs> I don't know. He's indecisive there, so he is at the moment. 65 there at the moment because there was a little hip on it there. It's know who at the moment, there So just stay with us there and uh, to see can they further the lead there at the moment there's uh, eight, uh, four points in it uh, it doesn't look like there's any way back there for Father Regans. they've tried very hard they've been excellent the whole way through it's been a real cracking match very tight affair you know Donahue who's over the ball now at the moment he's just standing just taking his time just to make sure that this one puts further, a further distance between themselves and Father Regan of Cranford there and nips and strikes and it's over the bar there. Another point for Kino Dunne, he stood up to the mark in the second half. A lot of the scores come from him. Danny Glennon got a goal in the 32nd minute. Uh, Walter has chipped in with a few points. It's been a real uh, team affair and fairness to the Tuller defence. They've had an awful lot of work to do in this second half with this uh, Father O'Regan team, and they've stood, they've stood firm against this uh, onslaught from Jason Bourne there and the forward. And that's the full time whistle there, Creev. So the score is Tuller Harros Berkin, 217. Rada Regions, Cranford, 18 points. An absolute cracking match. Uh, you know, it was a tough, a tough game. And fairness to Tuller, they've answered all the questions. So they'll advance to the Leinster Junior Final. So it's Tuller, Ross, Birkin. uh two. Sorry, I'll give you the score there. Uh, she's been taken off uh, at the board there. Sorry, at home. But they're through anyway. They've won by five points. So, uh,
5: back to you in the studio there, Chris. Thanks, Paddy. Yes, that's uh, the final score there. Tuller Rossbork 2.17 to Fadra O'Regan's Cranford, 18 points. Is it a five point victory there for Tuller Rossbork and sees them into the junior final? Uh, just gone full time in the AIB Leinster Club Senior Hurling Championship semi final as well between Kilarmac, Kilockley, and O'Loughlin Gales. We'll head back to Shane Coogan in just a minute's time to get the full time on that. But we'll head back. We're probably at full time in the game between Kildalky and Thomastown. And for a long time, we've, we've known Thomastown are heading to the intermediate final. Back to Nicky and Gavin. Indeed, Nicky has just gone downstairs to try and get
2: some reaction on the pitch from the Thomastown team because it's been very easy for them. I don't suspect you'll have to wait too long for them to catch their breaths because it has been all one way traffic here from the very get go. The full time score here in Park Talton, Thomastown, four goals and 20 points, uh, plays 12 points from Kildalki here at full time. And really, it was one way traffic even from the very first minute. A very long speculative ball, even in the opening seconds, dropping into the goalmouth, And Jack Holden putting that pass Mark McCormick in the Kildalka goal. And it's remarkable to say that maybe the one standout performance today of anybody particularly in the Kildalki team is that of the goalkeeper, Mark McCormick although he managed to still concede four goals it genuinely could have been a cricket score it could have been eight or nine or maybe even ten goals but for some of the saves that he pulled off but it really was one way traffic the Thomastown team now taking stock they know they're going to be going to Ockham in two weekends time Bray Emmets have beaten Dave Marnog of Dublin by 116 to 15 points in the other semi-final that one has only just finished in Ockham as well so they'll have home county advantage for the other final in two weeks time well, I suspect, Quive, that uh, Nicky won't have too long to try and wait to get some reaction because it's all very composed down there. I see he's already speaking to, to Noel Doherty, the Thomastown uh, trainer, uh, just down on the pitch. So I suspect he'll be able to give a reaction uh, in just a moment. But full-time here in Navin on a very easy day out for the Kilkenny Intermediate Champions. Thomastown, 4.20, Kildalki, 12 points.
5: Thanks very much, Gavin. Gavin, before you go, I hope you know now that this is your first one. You know you'll be nabbed now to do plenty more of a Saturday afternoon.
2: <laughs> it's not so long ago that I gave up doing radio at weekends to try and get two-day weekends, so it'll have to be a high bid. But del- delighted to be invited to come in today and even just to shed a little bit of light on what's going on in-, in Meath Hurley because although today wasn't the greatest showcase for what we do up here, it is a-, a sport that we love and there are some belts of the county which might not be well known as being hurling belts of the county, but which they do love the small ball, and none more so than in Kildalki and Kiltail. So delighted to be able to shed a little bit of light on them even if today wasn't their good day.
5: Thanks very much, Gavin. Talk to you again thank you that's uh, Gavin Riley there for us and Nicky of course was there on the commentary for the Intermediate Hurling Championship Semi-Final one way traffic really all afternoon there Thomastown into the Intermediate Hurling final beating Kildalki 4.20 to 12 points of course as I mentioned full time in the other uh, AIB Leinster Club Senior uh, Championship Semi-Final between Kelorma Kildalki and O'Loughlin Gales it was tight to the finish but O'Loughlin Gales have uh, booked their place in the final Shane is there to sum it up for us
3: yeah, O'Loughlin Gale's final score, 17 points um, to Lachlan's uh, Kilcormack 12. Uh, they had to withstand a bit of pressure, as I said to you, in the, in the second half. Kilcormack thrown a lot of things at him, um, but look, the Lachlan's lads stood, stood tall, um, very good in the backs. The half-back line was excellent, uh, David Fogarty. As I said, Jordan Malay and Paddy Dean were excellent. Um, Hugh and Mikey done a good job, As the same with Tony Forrestal. Look, the Mettings hardened themselves, but that was always going to be. You'd always see Phil Cormac going to make a go of it in the second half. And look, they tried um, getting most of their scores through uh, that man, Adam Screeny, all freeze. Now, he didn't score from play, in all fairness to Mikey Butler. He had a, he'd done a tight job on him, which Mikey does to a lads. Um lads. But look, look, O'Loughlin's will be happy. Um, grinded out a five-point win in the end. Like, when it went to 60 minutes, there was only two points in it and they they finished a lot stronger. Uh, good scores from Mark Bergen. Uh, Connor Heary got a very good score and Mark Bergen finished off the score with a good point from Clay to put it at um, 17. So, look, they're in the Leicester final now. Um, sure. They're going to be playing the winners of Nafina and Nia. So, anything and is possible. I mean, look, they're in a good place and it's it's
5: onwards and upwards for onwards and upwards indeed. Thanks very much, Shane. Thanks, Mary. Championship hurling
0: on Community Radio Kilkenny City is sponsored by John Brennan Machinery, Country Style Foods, Michael Ling Motors, and JJ Kavanaugh Bus. Community Radio Kilkenny City for the people,
5: by the people. Fantastic indeed! Some great uh, club championship games there. We'll be summing up all that action in just a couple of moments' time. But we're switching our uh, focus to the under twenty-one games. Of course, in the under twenty-one D final, we're well into the second half of this game between Fenians and Tullerone We're going to head to Jerry Drennan. Good afternoon, again, Jerry.
6: Well, yeah, there's fourteen mils gone in the second half here, and the Fenians are in front, two twelve to one seven. They led at half time, two nine to one five. Tomas Sharkey put over a good point right after half time, and then Colm Seeling. Who, uh, who has plenty of intermediate experience during the year he hit two points in succession for the fenians to make it 2-12 to 1-5 Josh Tallis pulled back one for Tolerone and Keelan Brennan who has worked really really hard up front and he's now out on midfield uh, for Tolerone he hit a point there in 39 minutes leave a to leave it 2-12 to 1-7 good even game here in uh, Belly Ragget, but uh, the Fenians are the better team Jerry Henderson has given a huge display at full back he's dominating everything giving a man of the match display here Tolerone are trying hard Charlie Clear and Keelan Brennan doing their best um, but they're fighting an uphill battle now as the Fenians are dominating Darren McCormick doing very well at centre forward doing an awful lot of hard work and Rory Garrett has given a great display as well so with 15 minutes gone in the second half it's 2-12 to the Fenians,
5: 1-7 to Tolerone Nice stuff. Thanks, Jerry. We'll be checking in with Jerry throughout the second half of that game. As he said, Fenians uh, 2-12, Tullerone 1-7. In the other under-21 game taking place today, Young Ireland's taking on the Roar in Ishtig uh, out there in Gorn. The last, latest score we have for you on that one, Young Ireland's 1-9, the Roar in Ishtig, five points. We're going to take a quick break. And we'll be back after the top of the hour. And as I said, we'll be switching our focus this afternoon to the under-21 action. And uh, we'll update, we'll give you the full rundown of all the full-time scores as well from the junior and senior semi-finals as well. Don't go anywhere. Keep it tuned. Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. And full times if you're just joining us in the AIB Leinster Club Senior Hurling Championship semi-final of course we brought you full live commentary of the game between uh, Kildocky and Thomastown a one way uh, one-way traffic all afternoon really there in that game in the intermediate I should say Hurling Championship semi-final uh, Kildocky against Thomastown Thomastown finished 420 to Kildocky's 12 points, Thomastown romping into the final there in the Senior Hurling Championship semi-final O'Loughlin's, uh, O'Loughlin's Lachlan Gales were good winners over Killar McCullochie uh, 17 points to 12 of the final score there and in the junior semi-final as well uh, F- uh, F- Tuller Ross-Burkin uh, went, went out two seventeen 17 to 18 point winners over Father O'Regan's of Cranford uh, switching now this hour of course to the under-21 um focus, as I suppose we should say. Two games in the under-21. Uh, first off, the under-21 D final. We're into the second half of this game. About 20 minutes or so gone in the game between Fenians and Tullerone. And the Fiennes, uh looking a little bit comfortable, Gerry? They are indeed, uh, Quivia uh, Looking very comfortable as Tullerone have just been reduced
6: to uh, 14 men there for a second yellow on one of their defenders. Um, Giroud Dunn is on the ball now and actually throws a hand pass to a substitute who sticks the ball in the net and that substitute who came in there only about five minutes ago was James Walton so now it's 2.13 to 2.9 with seven, seven minutes remaining in the game so look at this game is not over yet uh, last we spoke it was 2.12 to seven in favour of the Finians Nile Holly came up to midfield and took over a free Tamar Sharkey replied with his second pint of the day and then we had a one pint from Garo Dunn from a free so it's now a line ball here right in front of me for for uh, the Finians and uh, with six minutes left of the game it's 2.13 to 2.9 all to play for but Tullerona are down to 14 men after a second yellow. Very, very even game. Some great hurling, as I said before. Jerry Henderson and Rory Garrett do very well. That young Owen Sumner has been introduced as a sub for uh, the Fenians, and he's got on the ball three or four times and won the ball, made that point for uh, Sharkey As I speak now, with six minutes remaining, Podge O'Grady has taken a line ball for for the Fenians, goes right across the field, two 13 to two nine with six minutes remaining.
5: Great stuff. Thanks, Jerry. That's the under 21 D final uh, four point lead there for the Fenians over. Tullerone 2.13 to 2.9 we'll check back in with Jerry just before uh, full time as well in the other under 21 game taking place at the moment in the under 21 B semi-final Young Ireland's taking on the Roar Inishtig the latest score we have on that game is Ro- Young Ireland's one twelve. the Roar League. 6 points oh, a 9 point lead there for Young Ireland's in that game uh, we're 20 we're probably 6 or 7 minutes left in that game as well we'll keep you up to date on that as well throughout the rest of the afternoon to the under 21 D final uh, where we left it it was a 4 point lead for Fenians over Tullerone 213 to 2.9 I think it remains a 4 point lead as well Jerry. yes actually uh, it's just changed with 2 minutes of injury time left.
6: Dunn has just took a 20 metre free in the net to reduce it to one single point between the sides it's now 2.15 to the Fenians 3.11 to Tullerone a cracking game here, a cracking comeback by Tullerone. Garo Dunn gave a hand pass to James Walton. That was our second goal, made it 2.14 to 2.9. Bill Walton added a point, and Niall Holland put over a super free from the, the right hand side of the field to make it 2.14 to 2.11. That was a three point difference. And then uh, Regan Downey put over a point after a good pass by Tomas Sharkey to make it 2.15 to 2.11. And we've just had that goal from a free by uh, Garaud Dunn to make it. 2.15, 3.11. We're in injury time. It's up to the referee at this stage. The game goes on, and um, it's Billy Q on the ball. Won by Patrick Cullen for the Fenians who's had a great game for the Fenians and now it's a free in for Tullerone. A free in for Tullerone. Time is just up. We could be going to extra time if this goes over the bar. You would imagine it to be Niall Holland will take it. He's the goalie. He's hit two frees over the bar already. Garrod Dunn started off taking the frees, but they didn't go well for him. He had three wives and frees. But it looks like Garo Dunn wants to take the responsibility. The two of them, Nile Holland, is going back to his goal. And it's Garo Dunn who's standing over the ball on his own, on his 65 metre line. So 65 metre uh, from goal, Garo Dunn, to level this game and send it probably to extra time or three and a half minutes into extra time at this stage, into injury time. And this is a real pressure, pressure strike for Garo Dunn. He stands over it. Big crowd here all watching, everybody's watching it and he's about to have a go at it great player Geroad Dunn has really brought them back into the game made the second goal, scored a third goal super hurler, he lifts, he strikes and he sends it over the bar from 65 metres out Garot Dunn has levelled up this game for 14 man toller own, and now it's up to Eamon Mansfield will he blow full time or will he play on Craig Bow takes the puck out for the Fenians. He started off in goal because Billy Garrett, who was meant to be on goal, couldn't get off work today. He works in Dun doors and Rat Downey. Craig Bowe pucks the ball out to midfield, and it's Billy Keogh on the ball. For, that's, a, that's the final whistle, the final whistle, and we have a draw game here in Ballyraget. So we're going to extra time. Like last Saturday, again, Cueve, it looks like extra time. 2.15 to the Fenians, 3.12 to Tolerone. Garode Duns, brilliant point from a 65-metre-free level the game, and sends us to extra time.
5: Jerry. I don't know if you're a jinx or a blessing. This is two, two weeks in a row.
6: <laughs> I don't know which, uh, which it is, uh, Cueve, but I said the dinner may uh, go on hold for a while, because we're going to have another 20 minutes a game of play here, and who knows what after that.
5: Great stuff. Thanks, Jerry. We'll be back with you for extra time. Thanks no, very much. Cueve. Cheers, Jerry. That's uh, Jerry Drennan again for us. Going to extra time. We went to extra time last week. We had to pay him the overtime. We'll be having to get the overtime out for him again. Uh, Fenians and Tullerone, uh, What a finish to that game! We went to him just in time as the goal went in, and then the final 65 meter um, free to put level to put Tullerone level right at full time. So finished Fenians 215, Tullaroan 312. We'll be back to Jerry again. For, for extra time uh, Fenians against Tullerone don't go anywhere we're going to take a break and catch up plenty more to bring you here on Saturday Music and Sport this afternoon of course if you're just joining us we'll be heading for extra time yet again with Jerry Drennan Fenians and Tullerone in the under 21 D final going to extra time a last minute Garrod done free 65 metre free at that pudding uh, the 14 men of Tullerone level with Fenians right on the de- on the stroke of full time It finished 250 15, Fenian's Tolerone 3-12 so we'll be heading back to Ballyragget in a few moments time for uh, extra time uh, there with Gerry and he'll be keeping us up to date on that uh, as well in the other under-21 game today in the under-21 uh, Rhine B uh, semi-final uh, Goran taking on uh, Goran Young-Irelands of Goran taking on the Roar Inishtig the last we have and we'd imagine this is the full-time score as well uh, Young-Irelands 116 to the Roar Inishtig's 10 points uh, that's the last score we have have, uh, with, as it said, there are 33 minutes gone. Um, hasn't been updated since so I'd imagine that is the full-time score in that but when we do get confirmation on that full-time score we will bring it to you in other uh, full-time scores as well of course we were bringing you full live commentary of the Intermediate Hurling Championship semi-final between Kildaki and Thomastown up in Navan in Park Talchin uh, Nicky and Gavin Riley were there for us and it finished Thomastown four twenty, 20 12 points a 20 point victory there for Thomastown cruising into the Intermediate Final in the, uh, in the senior um, s- uh, semi-final as well if I we can get me notes all together here the AIB Leinster Senior Club Hurling uh, Championship semi-final O'Loughlin Gales took on Killarmer Killockley up there in Tullimore. I know O'Connor Park and our thanks to Shane Coogan for updating us on this game the O'Loughlin Gales are into the final it finished O'Loughlin Gales 17 points Kilarma Killockley 12 points in the uh, junior semi-final here we go again with 27 million notes in front of me uh, the Faro Regans Cranford took on Tullaher Ross Borken in uh, St. Patrick's Park in Enniscarty Paddy Kelly was there for us thanks to Paddy for updating us on that game Tullaher Ross Borken are into the junior final after a 2.17 2.18 points victory there and as well as I said in the under 21 D final we're going to extra time uh, Fenians 2.15 Tullerone 3.12 and in the other under 21 semi-final Young Ireland's 116, Roar Inisdig 10 points we're heading back for the moment back down to the cracker of a game in Ballyragget between Fiennes and Tullerone we're about 6-7 minutes into the first half of extra time Jerry,
6: yeah we've a cracker of a game here 8 minutes gone and we've had 8 points since uh, since the full time whistle went <coughs> Regan Downey took a pass from Cahill Field to the start the Phoenix rolling and Gero Dunn then put over a free a great free from the sideline after a foul on Charlie Tear Charlie has worked hard all day that was a pint each uh, Padraig Grady then put over one for the Fiends following Thomas Sharkey pass and then Garo Dunham was pulled down on his way to goal he stuck the ball over the bar that was 2.17 3.14 after just 3 minutes of play the Fiends have now hit 4 points unanswered um, and there's number 5 from Darren McCormack on the right hand side they had a pint from Carl Seelan on the run they had a point from Darek Grady now he got away with catching the ball three times but he put it over the bar and then Cahill Seelands took it over another one uh, from young Owen Sumner who was introduced as I said in the second half and has a, had a big bearing in this game I believe he was playing football in Tipperary this morning he's made at 221 to 314 and the last point there as I spoke to you was from Dara McCormack so with a minute to go in extra in first half of extra time here fenians are leading 222 to 314 looking to have uh, a bit more energy at the minute uh, Paul Mulligan now is striking a ball he was taken off and he came back on but that ball has gone to the left wide so just looking for half time in extra time here waiting for him to blow the whistle 222 to the Phoenix, 314 to Tullerone
5: well, Jerry, thanks very much. As he said, they're a cracker of a game there in Ballyragget. just coming up on halftime in extra time. Uh, 2.22, the Fenians, Tolerone 3.14, four-point lead there for the Fenians. Um, ask Jerry, actually, would uh, the 14 be back still on the 14 men in extra time? Not 100% sure, but we'll be keeping up to date with uh, Jerry on the uh, second half action of that extra time there in the under-21. The final. Just checking again. Yeah, no, no, the latest update just to see on that other order 21 game. I think it must have finished 116. Young Ireland's Roar Dig 10 points, right? It is half time in the under twenty one D final, two twenty three to Fenians, Tolerone three fourteen a six point lead for the Fenians there at half time. In extra time, we'll be back to Jerry for second half action of that game very shortly. Boards, we're heading back down to Ballyragget, the under twenty one D final, of course, into the second half of extra time between Fenians and Tolerone where we left it at half time. It was two twenty three the Fenians, Tullaroan three fourteen. They say Jerry that take your points and the goals will come. I think these boys are taking it the opposite way around. It's goals, goals, goals.
6: The Goals are flowing in here in Balleraget. It's a super game. Absolutely super game. Phoenix led by six points at half time and extra time. A long ball in by Ke- Keelan Brennan. He's had a super game all through. Was caught by Dunn, turned and one-handed the ball to the net. Dunn was then fouled a pull-down and put a ball over the bar from a free to reduce it to 2.23 to 4.15. Then at the other end, Cahillfield took a run. Went up to the left, took a shot across Knight-Holland's goal and the ball ended up in the net, three twenty three to four fifteen. Another ball in by Keelan Brennan, a super game he's had. And Goro John again caught the ball while limping on one leg at the moment, caught the ball and stuck it in the net again. Three twenty three to five fifteen. And now Regan Downey has just pointed a free for the Phoenix. Three twenty four to five fifteen. Three points in it, about two minutes left in play. Garot John is on the ball again. He's being marshalled by Jerry Henderson who as I said before has had a super game Dunn has won that ball no he's blown up for picking the ball off the ground by Eamon Mansfield Fellerone are not too happy he's not too happy but Eamon Mansfield has made the decision and now the few players getting involved this has been a super game of hurling all through a good clean game uh, by normal time uh, of the 12 forwards that had started in the game, 11 of them had scored, and the scores are flowing. As I said, 5 15 for Tullerone, but the Fenians lead 3 24, and less than two minutes of time left in the second half of extra time.
5: Because we want to get the final moments of the under 21D final between the Fenians and Tullerone. We're coming up on the end of the game. Fenians 3 24, Tullerone 5 15. A hell of a game in Ballyragget. Back down to Jerry for the last few moments.
6: Yes, a hell of a game here, Cueve. and Just as you say, D final. This is by way, no means D standard hurling. This would do justice to uh, definitely a Ryan B standard game. There's a lot of teams in C and B wouldn't live with the with the game that's being produced here today. The standard of hurling. It's, uh, th- just on the final whistle at the minute and Phoenix are three points up the game is held up due to an injury to a Tulleran player just uh, one of their substitutes took a shot on goal it went wide he went down he's up now he's up now so it's up to uh, Eamon Mansfield the game is in injury time in extra time and uh, we're waiting for the puck out from Craig Bow. the Fenians goalie, is about to take it. As I said, he played a goals today for Billy Garrett, who couldn't get off work. So Craig Bow hits a long ball out to the left wing. It lands on midfield and up goes for Charlie Clear. Hops out of his hand. Odjo Grady is in there. There's a schmuzzle in there now. And it's all over. Eamon Manstead blows it up. It's all over. The Fenians have won 324-515. to 515, A super, super game of hurling after extra time. Very hard looking tolerant. They were behind at certain stages. There's six points at half time in extra time, they came back. Uh, really, really inspired by scores from Garot Dunn and Charlie Clear and Keelan Brennan out the field. While Nile Holland had a big influence in the game in the second half as well with his long clearances. But the Fields have held out here. They led by a long ways at uh, six points at different stages of the game. They got tired. went down to 14 men. They were inspired. And as I said, Giroud done up front, he's hit at least 3 6 today, um, was really driving them on. Felix came back into the game in extra time and pushed on to lead at half time they uh, have had some super performances as I said before Jerry Henderson and Rory Garrish in defence Padraig Grady at midfield Dara McCormack has played well and a man who's had a huge influence in the game as I said he was playing football this morning his own Sumner he came in he scored a pint he also won a lot of ball and made a lot of runs he's a runner he's a young player but did very well um, but at the end of the day I suppose the fields were a slightly more balanced team they had good players on most lines especially in their forwards and with those two great defenders Henderson and Garrish they did really really well so at the end of the day it's the Fenians who win the Rhine D under 21 championship final on a scoreline of 324 to Toleroy 515 after extra time and a super
5: display from both teams here well refereed by Eamon Mansfield and his team in Ballyragett Thanks very much, Jerry. Jerry, wherever you're going next weekend, we can expect a long, week- a long afternoon again. I'd say.
6: I'll keep the phone charged up well. I think, Jerry. <laughs> might have to bring a couple with you. Thanks, Jerry. I might.